0: Now, introducing the man who's been celebrating the fact that he was absolutely right about the NBA play-in games being all the sport needs to ignite new fan interest as he insisted, quote, it's really quite elementary, you're pretty much always going to have the two greatest players of a generation finish as seven and eight seeds, unquote. After spending all of last night crying over the fact that there will be someone new donning the number five uniform next season, he says that he was most hurt by the fact that they would just ignore, quote, everything that Blake Bortles did for the Jacksonville community and simply hand it to Tim Tebow, unquote.
1: He is Glenn. Good morning from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Press Box. It is Glenn Clark Radio. I'm Glenn Clark. He's Kyle Ottenheimer. We're here with much to do on a Thursday edition of the program. Today's show brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance deductible. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3, 410-401-9797, or go to c3america.com for a free analysis. This week is hexed. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know which one of you did it. I don't know why you're mad at me. I don't know what I did to you. All I do is come in here every day and slave over this hot microphone for you every day and yet, one of you decided to go rub your voodoo doll and and sacrifice a live chicken or whatever mm-hmm. it is that you did. Yeah. And it ain't okay. It has been a a weird week. Weird week. Two things are really important for me to get accomplished this week. Okay. Because a uh, 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 play-by-play season's over. Okay. Unless I, I thought up. hurricane season was, Unless, was over. Right. I, I thought it was too. <laughs> um, Play-by. Actually, now it's wedding season though. So yes, it is. Got to step Certainly up. Certainly is. So I. I really wanted to get my haircut and I really wanted to get my old phone fixed. Yeah. So that I can pull all of the old phone numbers that were missing out of the old phone. Yeah. So
0: how you The last you two f-
1: days were the days to get those things taken care of. 2 days ago I took the phone to a um, a store that fixes phones. <laughs> they said Novel concept. They said no problem. They called me back immediately. They're like this is easy. We just got to put a new battery in it. You're good to go. I said great. So they called me yesterday. Said new batteries in. It's totaled a hundred bucks. Small price to pay to get everything back.
0: I had a bad feeling about that.
1: I said, got it. Went picked it up yesterday. Phone doesn't turn on still. Well, that seems like it should be problematic. Didn't huh? didn't fix the problem in any way. In sure. fact, they might have just charged me a hundred dollars to not help me. Well, tried calling them back this morning. Guess who didn't answer their phone? Those the, computer phone, phone. the phone store. The phone store. How not, reputable are they? It's a reputable. Uh, they've got three locations in the area. They're a they're a known commodity in this in this community. Arby's. Yep, that's the one. Got a big Montana while I was there, though. So it wasn't it wasn't all bad. So uh, yeah, well, that's nice. So I got that going for me. Well, first. Your hair looks good. Right. Oh, you know what's really funny about that? Yeah. So made an appointment for yesterday. To uh-huh. Get my uh, get my hairs did. Oh well, yeah. I said today's. Where do you today? go? You go to the salon. Oh, yeah, you know, me, you know me. I go to the old <laughs> saloon. I bring my six-shooter with me. <laughs> I have a hell of a time. So I wander over uh, to the hair store at the Rotunda. I said I, I had a four,
0: Rotunda, if you will. Yeah,
1: right, if you will. The 4.30 appointment, I got there by 4.15. Early. Just in case, you know. I mean, if we can knock it out early, that'd be great. Early. And uh, they said, hey, you know, uh, sorry, we're actually running a little bit late today. Mm. Uh, if you could sit out in the hallway, that, mm. because that's apparently part of We're yeah. still doing the COVID restriction bit. I mean, like, um, sure, so sure. Sit out, sit out in the hallway and we'll call you when uh, when we're ready to go. Um, and I said, all right, well, I, okay, no problem. You, know, you if, felt like I, you just got kicked out of class. I got there, but I got there a little bit early. You know what I mean? It's like, your it's, fault. It's, it's on me. Right.
0: This isn't Tom Coughlin's, this isn't like you're showing up to a meeting, like if you're there on time, you're late kind of
1: At 4.45, I said, well, I've been sitting in this hallway for 30 minutes, accomplishing nothing.
0: And it was weird when they carried out that rolled up carpet.
1: It was weird. Definitely weird. Didn't (laughs) know what was going on then. And I said, how long do you, like what is the, what's a reasonable amount of time to give... A pl- no offense to this place, it's just not special. It's a it's a place to go to get your haircut. It's right. not. They're not doing anything that anybody step else above, couldn't do. Step above the yeah the, the athlete e- clips. Exactly right. It's, <laughs> it's 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 it's. I don't want to go there. I'd like to think I'm above that. But this ain't that much better. It's yeah. just it's just a little bit better. So I said, what is the amount of time? So I, tw- I, I tweeted out to everybody, I'm like, is 15 minutes the number? Like, is that the point where you just bail and say? That's what
0: I was always was in class I, when I you get, showed up on time to class. Right. The teacher and the was the not, there. not there. 15 minutes. 15 minutes you're it's like, gone, well, this right? isn't I'm not. i like,
1: that's the number, right? Like, I, that's the number that I go with, don't I? I just say, look, this place is not special. You've you've wasted a little bit of my time today. I get it, no problem. But at 15 minutes, if that if we're not there, we're not yeah, there. Yeah, sure, sure. But then I said, well, 15 minutes probably a little bit much. So. I sit around a little bit longer, twenty minutes. Yeah, see, that's an issue. And then I made a phone call, and I'm like, oh, I can, I you can, him, right? I can work honcho. some other. No, I didn't do that. I, I, I you didn't. You said, you said, Lloyd. Oh, yeah, I didn't call Lloyd. No, <laughs> didn't call him. I said, I said, all right. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, and it, and it was thirty minutes was the mark, where, which I said, what the f is going on? <laughs> and I said, now I have to bail. So no haircut. Then, yeah. they, by the way, the audacity—they called me. Are you still ready? They, like, what's, they did, ap- they did apologize profusely. They offered for my next haircut to be a discounted haircut. Not I said, free? I said, it was not offered to be free. It was offered with a discount. It, it, and I needed to schedule it with them. I said, I... To be honest, though, the warning, I don't know that I'm going to come back to Lloyd's today. So I
0: got a haircut. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, uh, I did. Yeah, It was a whole thing. I... Went to the place I usually would go to all these years. All these years. Same place I would go to get my hair cut. And when I used to go, it would be like, I'm ready to wait. I got to go and be prepared to sit down and wait for 30 minutes, maybe. Maybe 30 minutes to get down in the chair and uh, get my hairs cut. Mm-hmm. I was just prepared. I would allot that time, and it's an expectation. Anything quicker, fantastic, what, what a day, right? But I would sit down, have a beer, right? Enjoy myself. Make sure. a day out of it. Sure. Read a, sounds, read a, read a nice, pleasant. lovely book about Wes Anderson's mm-hmm. films. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would get my hair cut, and I would leave. Now, during the COVIDs, they had a appointment-only policy. It deterred me for a long time about getting my hairs cut. Because I said,
1: well, I don't know when I'm going to be able to that's, get my hairs that's cut. That's one of the biggest problems in the haircut game. You know, like, I can't
0: say exactly when I'm going to have the time it's, to sit down and often, get the hairs it's cut. It's
1: often the time why you end up at the athletic place. Yeah,
0: yeah, I hear you. So I made the appointment on a whim, blah, blah, blah. Friday, 3.30, went. I was out of there at 4. It was quicker, quicker than ever. The COVID universe
1: mm-hmm. has... Condense no, the time a, of it's, haircuts. It's over. That's over. It's a problem again. We we got a problem on our hands once more. It's a real problem. I don't know. Um so yeah. quick and easy. So didn't get my haircut. Don't have a phone fixed. Well, it looks good. Yeah, I appreciate that, pal. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but at least the last the, the previous two days of the day we had been dealing with uh, either accidents or road work. Today, yeah. the good news, despite mm. the fact that I forgot about all that as I was pulling out of my house. Both. No, <laughs> neither. Everything was smooth Suspicious. sailing right up until Mm. There is this small part of Jarrettsville Pike where Jarrettsville Pike essentially turns back into Delaney Valley, that the uh, road becomes the old two-lane road, right? And I your appreciate, favorite part. I appreciate that part of yeah. it because oftentimes you end up behind the old Sunday driver who has no business, you know, being out. Just lollygagging. Or, or I I don't know how everybody else is, but I when I'm behind a truck of any sort, hate it. I don't like that.
0: I like visibility.
1: That's exact. I think a lot of us would prefer to not be behind, and not even. I'm not even talking about eighteen wheelers. I'm talking just like uh, a work truck,
0: truck nuts kind of yeah, guy. correct. You
1: know? Like there's just I want to be able, to... even when you're at a the uh, an appropriate distance, mm-hmm. I want to be able to see as much of what's going on as I possibly can. Totally. So if I'm behind a truck yeah, on Jarrettsville Pike it. and I approach the part of the road where it becomes two lanes, and it's a brief, it's it's two lanes for a little while, mm-hmm. right? It's just enough time for you to pass the truck Flip that's off. in front of you. No, 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 no need. What?
2: Uh, so um you're, making, you're putting on airs, I guess. Yeah, correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I definitely <laughs> didn't do that. So uh today I decided uh, I was stuck behind a work truck and I said, I'm I I don't care for being behind a work truck. I'm going to go ahead and move around this work truck. I guess this work truck didn't like me doing that, decided they wanted to try to play a game of chicken, ended up tapping the side of my so car. Where did you get off? I mean, I don't know what this bit is. So he was never, doing Mad either, either that or he just didn't he a bother. a full-fledged it's, gladiator. I, I wanna, I, and I want to be fair to the guy. He might just not have looked in the, the mirror. He might just have assumed. But how did that, he tap your car? Um, well, the two lanes. So essentially he was just like, essentially the way the two lanes merge, right, is they run next to each other. Sure. But it, this one is, is clearly the merge. You've got to merge back to your left. Your, your lane i'm staying in my lane yeah. you're going to have to come left right so either he just didn't bother to look to see that it, someone yes, had did. passed him or he just felt like being a, a, a jerk i don't know yeah. uh, the, le- the that one seems more likely because of his attitude after the event occurred right it makes me think he just wanted to be a jerk and see if he could cut me off because he didn't like the fact that I was passing so him was there for the reason No, not I mean I just did did stop and
0: get out Oh or? yeah,
1: did the whole thing. I mean, did I mean, that's what you do, Kyle. Of course. Like I'm not a, I'm I not am not a 16-year-old. Well, he might have been the Mad Max kind of guy. No, he was like, I'm I'm I, know, I think he had to because he was in a work truck. I'm, I'm pretty sure like that's the way that that works. But he was furious. Yeah, yeah. yeah you 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 did this to me. I'm like, "Guy, you, there's a reason why you're taking a picture of the side of my car. It's because you know" your contact came to the side of my car like i don't i don't know what this bit is that you're doing right now where you're trying to pretend but i also said well i've got a camera on the car i said that's wonderful news it's the best news you could have given me today (laughs) thank you like my god it couldn't have made me happier at that point so, I'm in this spot where, like, honest to God, and looking at my car, I, it's not even something that I would report because there's just nothing there. But sure. I think because he's in a work truck, he has to sure. report it. So now I've got to report it. And now i got to go through my of That's always fun. Oh, I mean, it's like, again, it's you get total
0: Calls from numbers. You're like, I don't yeah, recognize I don't, this. I don't want to answer that. Like, right. It's the whole hey, thing. It's Trevor from the insurance company. So, uh. How's your Day Ben.
1: So, real, real hex real hex this week. You gotta
0: do something. Like, what are you gonna do to make it evened out?
1: I don't know. What, am I, what do you do here? <laughs> My buddy.
0: I don't know if I should tell this.
1: <laughs> what's, his, what's his cat's name?
0: No, he's... <laughs> yeah. he was, uh, what was his cat's name? Um... I don't remember now. It was a good cat. I'm sure. When I was younger. Old cat, but good cat. Okay. Uh, he burned Rosary, Raven's Rosary beads. Okay. When he was in New Orleans to try to break and I, lift a curse. I mean,
1: I'm I'm willing to try some things, man. <laughs> I am willing to try just about anything because this has been, I need my phone to be fixed somehow. Cheddar. I somehow. Burn Cheddar? That was, that was the cat's name. Oh, okay. oh we're not going to burn the cat. <laughs> no, Jesus. No, 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 that was the What's cat's wrong name. What's wrong with you? Cheddar was a good cat. What's wrong with you? All right. So if you if you can help me out in that department, if there's anything you can do to help my situation, I'd appreciate it because it has been a week. It has been there's just been a lot going on this week. And none of it drastically bad. Like I haven't lost anybody close to me or anything like that. I mean, it's been all right. But just just seems like there's something working against me. There's like Mercury's
0: in, in retrograde. It, like
1: Mercury is in retrograde. That's a great <laughs> yeah, like, great I don't way. know what
0: it means, right. but I know people don't exactly
1: like it. Exactly right. One hundred percent. I know exactly what you're saying. Uh Orioles at that part that has nothing to do with it. The Orioles are just bad. I don't yeah. you know that It does... was
0: a solid 6 innings though.
1: It w- eh, no. I get it means wasn't no. his best. And I'm talking the
0: about it the wasn't. 6 innings of baseball that was After 6 innings they were leading, view, right, right? I hear like you. yeah. Like Miss Nancy Homer twice, yeah, I mean, like, that part
1: was cool. It was neat. I, it it was more significant though. Like this this is the real issue. It is not matter at all that it, it is far more significant that John Means wasn't great. I get it. Than it was that Matt Harvey got shelled the yeah, other this night. Is, uh, like, it,
0: this is a you're like this is a this is a stock market essentially. C- thing. Exactly
1: right. What you're dealing with is one bad start can remind people that John Means is not Jacob DeGrom. Now there might uh, be some it's, people that say not
0: to say Jacob DeGrom has never given up three runs I, before. I, I, and under- all that, right? I
1: understand that, but there's less of a track <laughs> record are, that we're dealing you're with. We're
0: gambling on him.
1: If, if John Means had been this guy for three years, then one start where he gives up four runs would be far less important because he's only recently become this guy and there's a small sample size of him being that guy, there is more concern when there's one, and not even he bad, was bad. He was in and,
0: control the entire right. game. I it mean, was until was, those two batters yes. that he was just mowing through them. And, you know, that happens. It was probably something in his delivery that, Got a little off well, for the, a second. And it,
1: and it makes you wonder about whatever the reasoning might have been for them to push him back. Was it something that he felt? And if that was... I mean, he looked fine through five, he, right? Like He's certain for through five innings, he looked quite fine. Yeah. I agree. I don't... but that Or was it arm- through
0: six? He got through six, and then he was out for a seventh, and then he gave up the... Or was he out for the seventh? I think he it went was, through a third of it and gave up the runs in the sixth.
1: I think it was... I thought he gave up the runs okay. in the sixth. Yeah. yeah. Um... Look, man, I'm not I'm not overreacting. I'm not saying that John Means stinks. I'm not doing any of that. What I'm talking about, yes, is he wasn't this, peerless, yes. In this sample, in in the if if what you're trying to find is a commodity that is so overwhelmingly valuable, the one start can have an impact on that. Now it doesn't mean that it will. It might be the next time out that John Means is still the best pitcher in baseball, but last night he wasn't. And as it, 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 the stock market comparison is good, and anything right now is measured. Now for some of you that are hell-bent, you can't trade away John Means. Maybe you might say to yourself, "Well, that I like that. I like there being one bad start and uh, and that makes it more likely that they don't trade him because they should have held on to him all uh, anyway. Okay, that's that's fine and I I hear you. Then but it's the same thing. You still have to hope that it's not a trend. You still have to hope that that John Means goes back to being the John You're Means that's worthy of being You're gambling
0: your own on centerpiece. it being his true form and that this was the aberration and not the other way around, and that's a, not an unreasonable gamble. I mean, it's a pretty substantial sample size of him being dominant, dating back to last year. Correct. So, it's not like you should be, out. I mean, 4-5 ERA for a lot of guys is like, whoo, it's pretty good, three runs over six it's, innings, and I get it, that's the problem with today's standard, right. and all of that, but it's, he, was it, it, it he is, was... it
1: is not helpful for a... He was
0: great through 80% of that game last night.
1: Okay, I mean, that's... Right?
0: Like, and I get it, like, that's... Eighty percent
1: of his game, not that game, of, of okay, the time that At he the was, time, on, he the was, the was on the
0: mound. Correct, right. and so I'm.
1: You know, of course, we're not worried. Well, uh, but no, I'm not. A, this is not a. a the the John a means the ended world's... last night. It's only in 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 and what actually matters in the context of anything that we're seeing. What actually sure. matters and what doesn't. As I tried saying yesterday, Matt Harvey getting his ass kicked does not matter. It could not be less relevant. It is not important. It does not matter. There was never any value in Matt Harvey. This this dream of trying to spin Matt Harvey for something was so ridiculously absurd, it never was worth the discussion we were giving it. It does not matter that Matt Harvey got shelled. N- you can be embarrassed by Matt Harvey being one of your five starting pitchers because it says a lot about where you are. But we all know what it what this is. Someone had to pitch some innings for the Orioles this season. Somebody had to eat some innings. Instead of it being a guy that's not really ready for the major leagues, the Orioles decided to let Matt Harvey be the guy. That's fine.
0: We're available. It's, so. it's fine. Yeah. I mean, if they need, we'll go over and and we'll get. I can throw harder than 47. You don't know that. No, I do.
1: When was the last time you I went to the old? you. Yeah, see, know, yeah, you just. No, what do you mean? 47 is pathetic. When he threw it at I, a, it was I a parabolic that. path. I don't, I don't think that you can throw oh it harder than 47 and, in the strike zone. I oh don't God. think you can do that. Oh, my gosh. I you don't think don't really you really think
0: so little of me. No, I don't think you can. I don't, I, I, I how I much think, do you want to bet? Think, I think like everyone. How much you don't do you want to no, bet? We're not doing that. Okay, I
1: guarantee it. If
0: I was wrong, I would. mean,
1: Okay, then a guarantee is a different thing. What are you going to do if you can't? For uh, 90 feet, what are you going to from do? For 90 feet? What are you talking about 60 feet? 60 feet, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I don't know why I said 90. Yes. From the, from, from, from the tip. Just the tip? Just the tip, just for a second, just to see how it feels. That's the way they call it in golf. They call the tees the tips.
0: What am I going to do if from I cancel tips. it harder than 47
1: for a strike? Down, this, down the, down the strike down how many pitches do I get? You, on your first, you, you think you get to warm up? What do you mean? I would like to be able to get a the, few to th- warm up. Uh, what's his face? The guy from the Twins didn't get to come You're in. Made, and, it seemed like I could never do it. No, I didn't say that. If doing, it, being able to do it one time out of ten does I not mean, mean I'm anything. I'm on the mound. I'm, I'm throwing. I'm, I'm asking that's, the Orioles to give me innings. That's the wait, wait. So you want to be able to just suck and I not don't be able to do it? I don't just one for pitch one when time I come out. I got to face three do batters do for the one time that you I might be able to do it. I'm required to face three batters. What's that? I am required to face. If you come three out of batters. the bullpen, if you start, that's not the case. Okay, yeah, well they would be smart to put
0: me as the starter, and I guarantee I'll face more than three. I won't guarantee that one. Actually, that's a guarantee. I The point is,
1: there's no guarantee here, and we're moving on because we have things to do today that's the way that it's going um the moral of the story being the matt harvey thing irrelevant but the john means thing is relevant it's not good but it's relevant it's not the end of the world i'm if you if you hear this and what you hear in your mind is i'm saying john means is a disaster then you're hearing something i'm not saying i'm not also saying not that.
0: definitive that his stock was hit all that much but it's capable of taking a hit if he were to have a truly bad it's not even no even
1: if he has another one of those the idea is you're trying to sell at an incredibly high place if a guy gives up four runs in multiple games that's not you're not selling i don't know i
0: understand entirely what you're saying i also don't know if the value between a pitcher who threw nine starts is at one three understandably brilliant right like you know or a pitcher through Eighteen starts at the All Star break, if that's whatever yeah, if, it works out to be. Who's pitching at a two three, right? Like, and it's a sustained sample, right? Like, that's indicating that you are
1: actually. You're what? There's something about what you're saying is correct, but the the response would be, but it's not as valuable as a guy who's through eighteen starts at one nine. Uh, but of course, like Th- there's always the going to be, but that's that's the. This point. is the. It's us
0: now being in a position where we can only overreact it's essentially a, to an extent the adley rutchman thing where it's like we are going to parse everything to because some extent there's going to be the remorse of mornings like this but it's where not, it's you not really had about
1: it's not really about overreaction it's about context the con this the context here isn't is john means good that's not the context that's not the conversation the conversation is Is it possible that you could sell John Means at such a ridiculous price that you have to do it because it changes your organization? That's the context. And within that context, these things matter. And I still don't think a performance context. like
0: last night is the kind of thing if where it's going to... the gonna... only
1: one. If it's the one, even no. S-
0: even still, right? you could have an outing like this, one every nine or ten outings. Yeah, if
1: it's, again, like, that, is, that means it's the only one. That's is... saying the same thing. You know, like, That's you're, you're going to have nights. Every pitcher's going to have nights. Yeah, it, th- what you just said is the exact same as what I'm saying. This is where the, you're parsing words. You don't get to have one of these a year, but if you have one of these every four or five starts, then you're not that guy. Again, doesn't mean you're not good. Doesn't mean you're not one of the better pitchers in the American League. It also doesn't mean you're still not but extremely valuable. That you couldn't be particularly... Like but with the I'm, years of control he has the, left and all that. but like, The context of the possibility of having an asset that is it. so I understand. unbelievably I the notion of being good, able to sell at the
0: absolute peak of exactly an asset. Exactly
1: right. That's the context that we had been discussing the last couple times out with John Means, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. And it could still be that. But it can't be that if these are popping up every few starts. If that's the case, he's a good pitcher and potentially a a, a really good one. But he's not. We were talking about Jacob Degromian. We were talking about someone whose production backed up the idea that they were one of the best pitchers in baseball. And it might still be the case. He wasn't last night. It's just something that has to be monitored moving forward. That's it. That's all. It's relevant in the context of last night and and where you are. We'll find out. I mean, it's just not, you can't fully have that answer today. But today, the most recent thing you have is the sixth inning was definitely not good. There's no debate about that. All right, Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. Ask for Mobile One. Coming up later on in the program today, we're going to talk some lacrosse. Booker Corrigan joins us in the studio. Dave Cottle will check in with us as well. And uh, Jonathan Mayo is going to join us this morning. Uh, we'll do our weekly MLB draft segment. Jonathan Mayo from MLB Pipeline, MLB.com will check in as um, he has the Orioles taking Jack Leiter with the fifth pick in his most recent mock draft, which turned quite a few heads when uh, Orioles fans started seeing that. That sounds really interesting. We'll get to that later on in the program. But before we do any of that, uh, there was a thriller last night between the Lakers and the Warriors. Uh, The Wizards will play for their playoff fate tonight, and the NBA playoffs as a whole get underway on Saturday. Joining us now, always enjoy our conversations with our next guest. She's Stephanie Reddy from Turner. Of course, NBA TV is where you see her. And she's with us now here on GCR, of course, former Coppin State standout. Stephanie, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you as always. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. My pleasure. How are you doing?
1: Everything is good, other than I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, because the <laughs> most exciting game of, of this week was happening at 10 o'clock on the East Coast, which I, I, I get it. It works that way. It's just a real bummer for us, because it turned out to be the thriller that you had to stay up for last night. I, I, I You know, as a whole, like the playing tournament so far has not been particularly good outside of we got this, and it largely lived up to the hype last night. I don't know, you know, what? I assume the NBA is invested in this and wants to continue with it and, and that getting this last night is enough to say, hell yeah, we have to make this thing last moving forward.
2: Well, I, I would agree with all of those sentiments. I mean, obviously we have no idea what they're, what they're doing in their think tank in New York, but I would say overall I would deem it successful. Even if we didn't have that game last night, I would still deem it successful okay. because Think about the last two or three weeks of the regular season this year versus previous seasons. I mean, we saw teams sitting star players. We saw people doing load management. We saw entire lineups not playing down the stretch. Right? That's not great. I'm on, I get it. <laughs> if you're it. trying to right. sell tickets, if you're trying to, you know, have the casual fans become your real fans, so I think in that matter, it was it was successful.
1: Just to get a few more games down the stretch that matter for a few more teams, yeah. and and force them to have to try a little bit more than they otherwise might try, which we know has been kind of an issue throughout basketball for the last few years, not just late in the season. Yeah. So I I get what you're saying, and I and look, obviously they couldn't have asked for anything more than than LeBron and Steph on a Thursday night, right? I and mean, it, it just ended up being incredible. So Stephanie, I'm a um. I'm a Phoenix Suns fan. I used to work out there, and I, you know, I, I fell in love. I, it, was when it was the D'Antoni, Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire mm. era. It was a hell of a time to be out mm-hmm. in Phoenix. And since we never had a team in Baltimore, that was just – I, I fell in love, right? It was going to games every night that mattered, getting to know those guys. And so I'm still a Phoenix Suns fan, and everybody's doing the, ah, too bad, had a nice season, but now you've got to face the Lakers in the first round, it's over. And I And I mean this with all respect. This is LeBron James and Anthony Davis we're talking about, and maybe the Lakers really will just go steamroll the Phoenix Suns in the first round. But they still didn't look, like, overwhelming to me last night. They still looked mm-hmm. like a team that was vulnerable, that it, it's not all coming together. And, again, I could regret this in a week because it all just <laughs> – they snap their fingers and it all clicks because that's, that's who these guys are. But I don't know. They, they still looked human to me last night and, and beatable – for a good basketball team like the phoenix suns
2: i would agree with that i mean i think you're right to um have some cautious optimism as it relates to the lakers because he could lebron james just snap his fingers and decide to flip the switch and it's over for the rest of the league lights out um but here's the caveat we're not sure if he'll be able to right yep it's he is not the 22 year old lebron james no doubt he's older he's coming off of injuries we know that these things impact his game. He, we think he's superhuman, but he's really human. You know
1: what I mean? Like, yep, 100%. These things
2: will matter. So I think when you're looking at a team like the Phoenix Suns, who have been consistently superior, they're extremely intelligent. They have one of the best coaches in the league. You know, I think all of those things matter when you're talking about a seven-game series, when you're talking about making adjustments, when you're talking about defensive um, str- strategies. I think that the Phoenix Suns are positioned quite nicely. I I, I don't know. No one can tell the future, obviously, but I'm not expecting the Lakers to steamroll over them in the least bit.
1: Yeah, and again, I I, I could end up – we might have this conversation in a month and I say, boy, was I stupid. Like, boy, (laughs) was I stupid. Did not realize what was going to happen. I just, you know, watching them, I didn't see it. I did not see overwhelming, unbeatable – it's still LeBron – it's still going to be – and when he's tossing up shots like that at the end of the game, I mean, if he's going to do that for – the next couple of weeks and it's gonna be problematic for sure. But right. you know, I, I don't think you can count on that being the case more often than not. And I
2: think and I think also the Suns are a good team. You know, like they're not the underdog. Like this is a team that has been consistently good. They have yep. stars, they have scorers and they're smart players. So even if the Lakers are at their best, I still think it's going to be a good series.
1: I, I really feel, Stephanie, by the way, that the Chris Paul story has not gotten the play nationally that it deserves because the Suns aren't a sexy team and they're out on the West Coast playing. A like this is insane what yeah. he's doing at this age and and being you know on a team that has Devin Booker, he's largely been the guy at the end of games. I I I I honest to God, when they I said okay, it's neat. Chris Paul's going to be a Phoenix Sun. Like that's cool. Chris Paul's a really likable guy, and you know a heck of a basketball player. But this is ridiculous. Like he might <laughs> he might be playing his his best basketball in context. It, is he's is he's past the, the middle point of his thirties? It's nice.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he has been extremely impactful, and I saw a stat that I can't quote you the exact numbers, but it showed you the the record the win loss record for his team prior to his arrival and then the season after he got there and it was ridiculous yeah he just wins he just knows how to win games and so I think that matters in the playoffs
1: oh it's it's so much it's been such a joy to watch I I have not given Chris Paul nearly the respect he deserves as an all, I mean given the era I, it, is an all time great man he is unbelievable to watch play basketball Stephanie ready with us NBA TV of course. Of course, former Coppin' State star Stephanie. Um, for, for the the people in the area that are Wizards fans, I you know it's it's tough because there's a party that just wants to say why, like, why you know you know how the movie ends. <laughs> like why are you going to watch the movie anyway? Um, Russell Westbrook's a, a joy, a delight. It's it's crazy. You know he's an all time great story, but I've just never got the sense that they were a team. And and whether that maybe they'll go win the night against the Pacers and they'll get in. I I just don't know that it matters much because I've never gotten the sense that they were a team that was ready to go consistently play with some of the best teams in basketball.
2: Well, I mean, maybe in terms of the best teams in basketball. You know, like I don't think anyone would think that even on their best day that they were a contender for a championship. But I do think that we saw over the last probably month and a half of the season a different team. Um, I think Westbrook – Got comfortable and got healthy, right? Sure, sure. And we saw the explosiveness, and we saw his will to win, which I think is contagious in a locker room. Um, Bradley Beal for so long was the only option, <laughs> so so I think that they are in a position where they could make some noise. Let's say, right? Like if they can beat the Pacers, I don't anticipate that they would beat the Seventy ers in a seven game series, but there's a chance they could deal a game, especially if Westbrook and Beal both get hot on the same night. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: I, I get that. I and
2: think I, it could be fun. I get that. And, and, and,
1: and sure. That, you know what? I think that's exactly the right way to say it. It could be fun. It can be entertaining. Mm-hmm. It just probably isn't going to be a lot more than that. Are, are the Nets truly the team to beat, not just in the East, but maybe in the entire NBA at this point? It's...
2: If they can get everybody on the floor... It would be hard to beat them. Yeah, I mean, I I just don't see how. Now, granted, it's a seven-game series, so a lot can happen, right? Because, and this is what I keep bringing. I kept bringing this up towards the end of the regular season on our air, was that in this year, this season of COVID, Mm -hmm. you don't know what in the world might happen. We have seen players miss a block of games due to health and safety protocols, and they weren't even positive. Do you know what I mean? Yep. So in a seven-game series, that's about a two-week period. A lot can happen in. This is a weeks. great point. You know, you're always talking about injuries, right? Yep. But what about just health and safety protocol? What if someone was exposed to someone who tested positive, and now they've got to sit out? There's not a lot of time to recover if that happens. So, and chances are, if one member of a team has health and safety protocols, there might be another member of the same team. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. so. We have to keep all those in mind and just think, all right, let's see what happens, because we don't know if we're going to have all our bodies available. So depth will matter this playoffs more than most, and I think the Nets actually do have a lot of depth. So we'll see.
1: I want to ask you about a a local kid, because the the Knicks story is so – you know, I, I guess there are people that really don't like the Knicks, and so they don't think it's an amazing story. But it, it truly <laughs> is; it's an amazing story what they were able to do this season from the depths mm-hmm. where they were as a franchise. But I think there's a cool local connection there, and the, I, I, Emmanuel quickly was a guy that people were talking about as not even being like a first round pick or worthy of being a first round pick going into the draft last year. He not only goes in the first round he ends up being a really key piece of this turnaround for the New York Knicks. And I'm not trying to say he's a bigger piece than Julius Randle, who clearly has, has been an MVP caliber player this season. But it's a great local story for us because he's a Hartford County kid and, and, and a good dude, and it's remarkable what he's doing. Are the Knicks a really good story, or are they a real contender in the East outside of, of Brooklyn?
2: Um, they are an excellent story. I'll just start off with that. Yep. I agree with you a hundred percent. Especially because in you have like a parallel team, you know, in Brooklyn. So Brooklyn was getting all the hype. Brooklyn was getting all the free agents. and then here comes New York quietly rising to fourth in the East. You know, so I love that whole juxtaposition of the two New York teams. Um, in terms of a contender, you know, I don't think outside of. Philly, Brooklyn, and then here's the sad part. Milwaukee has actually slipped down to third, Mm -hmm. talking about teams Mm -hmm. that are going to win it in the East. Um, I don't think that New York can win the East, but I do think that they can win this first series. You know, They're matched up against Atlanta, who is another team who kind of turned things around quickly. Um, I think that New York has established exactly who they are in terms of their team identity, how they want to play, and they stand by that. And they have all bought in. And I think that that is the major difference. You can see them actually taking pride and playing some defense and getting stops. And we all know that when the playoffs start, that is so important. Everybody can score in the NBA. We know that. But if you can get stops in like a consecutive series of stops, now you're talking about winning ballgames. So I do, I think that the Knicks are actually in a really good position.
1: I guess we should probably at least mention the Utah Jazz in this conversation, right? Like, I feel I feel bad about this because they're they're really good. I'm it's almost alarming how dismissive an entire Liga uh, is of the team that finished with the best record in the West. Like it's it's crazy. <laughs>
2: it is let me tell you, it is odd. You know, I mean, we know that the major markets in terms of like cities, you know, New York, LA, we get it. Yeah. They get all the hype. But like you said, they have the best record in the entire league. They won 52 games. And five years ago, you know, being first East and West, that's huge. You got home court advantage throughout the playoffs. Like, that is a big deal. Nobody's talking about it. And, and I think that they like it, personally. No, I, 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 think yeah. The, yeah. I think the Jazz revel in that.
1: I think it's a great point. I, I mean, I really do think they're going to be a, more difficult, a, a far more difficult team to beat. They, nobody's beat them this year. <laughs> like, right. they don't lose. <laughs> and, and I get it. Like, you can say it's the regular season and teams aren't, you know, given it. But I, they still they, – nobody has beat them. Um, I think it's going to be really difficult to do as the postseason goes on, and they're going to be a huge, a huge problem. Stephanie, what's, what's the group. game plan for you as far as NBA TV, Yahoo, everything that you're going to be doing during the course of the postseason? Where are we going to be seeing you and when?
2: So I have been assigned the Philadelphia series. Okay. So there's a chance that I could be Philly, Washington for two weeks, which would be amazing. Um, we'll see what happens with the Wizards tonight. Yep. Um, I'll be covering it for Turner Sports. So basically what that means is if our if those games are on NBA TV or on TNT, I will be the sideline reporter for our coverage and for the entire series. So if we're doing, like, off-day reports, you might see a report on NBA TV sure. during game time from my series. So that's where we are now. I don't know about round two, but in round one, I definitely have Philly and fill in the
1: blank. I mean, that sounds pretty good. We'll look forward to seeing you there. At Stephanie Reddy on Twitter, of course, is where people can give you a follow. Stephanie, always appreciate you taking the time to chat with us back in Baltimore. We really enjoy doing this. Would love to do it again as the playoffs move along.
2: Absolutely. It's my pleasure.
1: Thank you so much. Stephanie Reddy, former Cop and State star and – uh, very accomplished in in her own basketball career, not just as a player, but then later as a coach, and um, and now with uh, Turner and NBA TV. And make sure you're checking her out as the playoffs move along. Uh, today's show also brought to you by our friends at Great Eights Memorabilia, Tuckerfest, June twenty seventh. It's gonna be an amazing day. It's a family, a free, family friendly event at Jerry's Toyota. If you want to get your meet and greet tickets with Justin Tucker go to great eightsmemorabilia.com right now and it's 50 bucks for pictures and autographs with a future Hall of Famer with one of the most popular Baltimore football players of all time but it's so much more than that it's not just a meet and greet with Justin Tucker it's a day to come hang out put your purple on celebrate with other Football fans wearing purple. There's a word I'm not supposed to say when I do these advertisements, but I think you know what it is. You can come out and enjoy live music. Joey Harkham, who's awesome. Dave Teeth, who's great. going to be playing live music all day long. There's also going to be a dunk tank. Raise money for the Brigants Brigade, which is an awesome thing to do, and you get to dunk Jeremy Kahn in the process. If you ever got good enough aim. I mean, yeah, correct. If maybe for example you could throw the ball forty seven miles you an hour in the, the strikes. Yeah. <laughs> might see if we can't make that work. Gun out. I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> if we have enough I, I don't know space wise if we can set up sixty feet. Also there's there's no I guess we have to bring our own mound in this situation in order to make this work. Gotta be your bull. Got it. That's everybody said that. that yeah. it's gotta be your bull. Um there's gonna be food trucks, there's gonna be the live broadcast, a cornhole tournament, so much more at Tuckerfest on June twenty seventh. Tournament a cornerment, if you will, great 8 with the number 8, great 8 to find out more and get your tickets. And while you're there, you can find out more about other great private signings they have coming up with the likes of, you know, Joe Flacco, Anquan Bolden, perhaps, uh, you know, Jonathan Ogden, you heard of him maybe. And uh, there's some other events that are coming later on in the summer. You can get some information about those as well, great um, I don't really have a lot to say about the, the the Hollywood Brown thing, by the way. So I'll do that before the break, and then I got a couple things I want to get to after the break. I, I said this yesterday on Twitter. This is re- this does not require any amount of conversation. There are only so many numbers available. Football rosters are quite large. At some point, someone else was going to have to wear number five. This is fine. The the idea that you know should should it, a Super Bowl MVP take a number <clears throat> out of play for ten years? I mean, you could make an argument for it, but it ain't the end of the world. It's just not that big of a deal. I, the truth is football teams do not really retire numbers because the roster's so bloody big and there's only so many numbers you could retire. there's you've got a hundred options. I guess you really nobody I guess you can't wear number zero, can oh, you? I haven't seen it. I don't think you can. I think you have to start at number one. So there's only ninety nine
0: options. It'd be cool if Bateman could. I don't know. But I don't think you I don't, I don't think
1: yeah. I don't think you can. I don't think that's an option. Um there's 99 options when uh, you're in when you're 81. in training camp. Yeah, right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um although we I think we'd argue that some of them are. Yeah. Some of them might be. Um in when you're in training camp there's 90 players on the roster. 90. Mm-hmm. That means that you only have nine numbers that you couldn't use. So you could say right now if the standard in Baltimore was we're not if you're a hall of famer your number doesn't get given isn't given out. We don't we don't retire it per se, but we just don't give it out. And you'd already be at 3 with likely number 55, probably Marshall Yonda and Justin Tucker down the road, you're talking about p- perhaps having six numbers out of play. When you only have 99 to work with in a 90-person roster, you're going to have to give numbers out. It's going to have to happen. It's not an offense to anyone. The truth is, it's likely that at some point, even the Hall of Famers numbers will be worn again. If your franchise exists for a long time, and you have more Hall of Famers over the years, if Lamar Jackson's a Hall of Famer one day, and... You get to the point where you're talking about having 10 Hall of Famers. I know how math works. If you got 10 Hall of Famers, 99 numbers available, and 90 players to fill them, somebody's going to have to wear one of the numbers of the Hall of Famers.
0: Unless you start getting creative.
1: I mean, right, unless you start asking if you can use decimal points or something like that. Or 101. Sure, or, or negatives. You know, like, Unless you start going that route. The math won't work. So it's not worth getting worked up about the fact that Hollywood Brown is going to wear Joe Flacco's number. Frankly, I, I think it's probably a bit more respectful than, say, letting a practice squad guy run around wearing Joe Flacco's number, that it is uh, a, a significant player, even if we're not certainly convinced yet that he's a superstar, Hollywood be Brown. i be intrigued to see how much different he plays in that number. I'm I, Okay, I'm sure the number will make a huge difference. I think if Reggie Bush were allowed to wear number five I, in know, the NFL. I, m- maybe. Maybe that would have been the case. Um, the secondary part of it is anyone who used this as an attempt to disparage Joe Flacco yesterday it's just showing their own ass. It's not worthy of the conversation it got. I mean, if you're just an idiot, you're just an idiot. That's it. Like, there's no disparaging Joe Flacco or trying to make it seem... Stop that. If, if Don't even engage with it. It's just people that are doing things to try to get attention on Twitter because they're... They're, they're trolls. Either, either they're stupid or they're trolls. One or the other. So it's not worth it. We come back in. Uh, Two things I do want to talk about. Some various reports about Julio Jones this morning. One one way, one the other way. Um, And the other thing I want to talk about is some news regarding the Orioles and the stadium uh, opening up a little bit more. So we'll talk about those things next. It's Glenn Clark Radio from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio.
3: This is how you get a premium cup of coffee. Better and faster than the drip, drip, drip method. And way better than a large urn of lukewarm coffee made who knows when. At
2: Royal Farms, our new Swiss-made coffee machines grind fresh premium beans on the spot. And then brew them, one cup at a time, for the freshest, most flavorful cup of premium coffee you can buy. This is Royal Farms coffee. It's better because it's the freshest coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
0: 797 or go to c3america.com for a free analysis.
1: Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce Silver Anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a Double Bacon and Cheddar Burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich Barbecue Chicken Bowl, and their Silver Anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery, Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass celebrate by entering any of their three contests online win a trip to devil's backbone brewing company free wings or lots of other great prizes enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary the 25th anniversary menu is available through june 20th come in for great food good sports and family fun
2: For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe. With competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating, it's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com.
1: Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands, while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit, and after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off Every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windonation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Nation, the perfect fit.
0: The biggest pro wrestling stars today and all time all have one thing in common. You've heard them on Jobbing Out.
1: Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Thanks for having us, man. Appreciate it. Adam Cole. How are you guys doing today? And Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. Thanks, man. The champ. Drew McIntyre. Oh, thank you for having me. The great Ron Simmons.
2: Glenn Clark Radio, 21st Century Talk Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com, Glenn Clark radio.
1: Make the most out of every day in a Toyota RAV4. Available in hybrid or gas-only models, a RAV4 can get you where you want to go in style. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new RAV4s from your local Toyota dealer today. Back in here from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio, Glenn Clark, Kyle Ottenheimer, Glenn Clark Radio. Um, a couple of things I want to touch on. Then Jonathan Mayo joins us at the top of the hour for this week's MLB draft segment. One, I, I am. There are conflicting sort of things being said about Julio Jones today. Uh, Jeff Schultz, who covers the Falcons for the Athletic, wrote a lengthy piece about the situation, says it's very much still real because of the salary cap issues that the Falcons are faced with, um, and says, you know, it it's still seems like it wouldn't take a first-round pick in order to get it done to get Julio Jones. In fact, the the market might require the Falcons even being willing to pick up some of the money related to Julio Jones, which is not common in football in relation to trades. So that's out there. In unrelated, it just sort of happened to be that around the same time, someone else wrote about Julio Jones, and that's Albert Breer of Sports Illustrated, who just said there's been essentially no Julio Jones conversation around the NFL. There's been no market. There's been no actual movement. He says the only team that was even poking in on Julio Jones were the Raiders. That was it. They were the only team that was even checking in about the availability of Julio Jones. Now, there is absolute room between the various things that that have been said for all of this to be true that the Falcons weren't actively looking to move Julio Jones before the, the draft because – Or that
0: they were saying, we won a first-round pick before the draft
1: that that would that would conflict a little bit but i'm saying
0: it seems the reporting now is that they think a first round
1: pick is unlikely well that it seems like the that reporting suggests they've never thought that it was likely they've always known it was unlikely that that it doesn't mean you're not asking for it it just means they realize that it's unlikely for them because teams are aware of their cap situation and there aren't a ton of teams that just have enough cap space Mm -hmm. to be able to do something like this so, the, the benefit is we're doing something for you. It's always seemed as though it's been believed to be unlikely. It, it, there is room for it to have just not been a priority for them ahead of the draft. Now, why that would. It related to the June 1st date. As we were told by Orlando Ledbetter, the June 1st date did not prevent them from being able to make a trade. You could make a trade before the draft and then assign dates that certain things became official. So the June 1st date was not the end-all be-all of doing it before the draft, but for whatever reason, it just might not have been a priority for them. I would have thought if you weren't going to have Julio Jones, you would rather have the player you were going to select with the pick on this year's team than Mm -hmm. waiting a year, but it might very well be that they've kind of said hey, we know that this isn't our year. We're going to get a quarterback next year. Right. We'll have stockpile picks to be able to move up if we need to. Exactly and, right. That that's just going to be the way that it goes. And they might have identified next year as being the more desirable year because of that. The 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 Ravens not poking in might be because they really just aren't interested. They've done what they're going to do at wide receiver. They don't believe that they need to do anything more or that it's good business for them to do anything more of that capacity. As I've said, nothing that they've done would prevent me from being in the Julio. There's no world in which acquiring Sammy Watkins is something that would alter what else I would do at wide receiver. I said that when the Ravens you know, acquired Sammy Watkins. It's all well and good. They made a move. And if Sammy Watkins is my fourth wide receiver next year, I feel way better than if he's a guy that I'm counting on to be a difference maker this season, which doesn't mean he can't be. Also remains to be seen whether he even is right now. I mean, mean?
0: I wouldn't – we'll see how it all shakes out. You're assuming he's one of the two outside receivers at the current moment. Well, but I, I still mean, think Bateman and I mean, if, Boykin if, will be in the mix, and Hollywood still they use outside. Right, right? It's, like, it's,
1: totally, it's totally plausible he's not one of those guys. But the point being, I, the further down the depth chart Sammy Watkins I is, it, the more comfortable that's, you are. That's a good that's, thing right. for me. I'm just a Sammy Watkins being a guy I'm relying on does not make sense to me as, as a team that's trying to win a Super Bowl. Sure. In the context of trying to win a Super Bowl, I would not be counting on Sammy Watkins being a significant part of that.
0: Well, this is so beyond that. This is about potentially adding a player who's a difference maker.
1: Well, I'm saying just in the context of if you're saying the Ravens have done... They've already they've ad- made their move. They've, they've done what they're going to do at wide receiver. No. That, I'm, I I don't get on board with that personally. I do think it's plausible that that's the reason why the Ravens wouldn't be in the market, that in their minds they've done what they're going He's to do at wide receiver. Million, Correct. That's what
0: they've allotted. And a first-round
1: draft program. pick, and that's what they're going to do, and, and they've prioritized it, and so that's the end of it. Me... Specifically, Sammy. If it had been Allen Robinson, Kenny then Galladay,
0: you would have right. said, "Well, they spent real money. Correct. They, they'd they better have they built went through that guy.
1: They picked up somebody else's trash." And that's no Sammy Watkins might prove to be a really good player this season, but he's the track record says he's not a guy you should be relying on. He's he was a guy for one season some time ago. He's not a guy you should be relying on or counting on to be a significant difference maker for your football team. Which doesn't mean he can't be. It just means the track record says that's not the way you should be feeling about him. So I'm not allowing Sammy Watkins to have anything to do personally with whether or not I'm having this conversation. To your point, secondarily, yes, even if it was a better option that you would have required at wide receiver, we'd still be talking about Julio Jones here. We'd still be talking about the potential presence of a game changer on your roster. And almost no matter what else you have, your roster can be bettered by Julio Jones being there. Mm-hmm. So I'm absolutely still in this conversation. I'm 100% if I'm in charge Still talking about this, still interested, still trying to make it happen. Will the Ravens? To be seen. I I said before, my gut tells me, no, it's so unlike the Ravens to have already done this and still do more. I can't expect them to do it. That doesn't mean they won't. That doesn't mean things might not change, that they don't just realize this is a unique circumstance unlike anything that we could ever compare it to before. But I'm not expecting
0: it. 2003 when they traded for T.O.?
1: uh yeah i mean it would have been two th- yeah 2003 but i mean that was one that was one thing it right. wasn't a you know i know i'm trying to think of what lined
0: up with travis taylor and how close that was you know they drafted travis taylor before the super bowl right yeah, I mean,
1: yep. in the, the 2000 season yeah. they drafted him in 2000 so he had failed by then yes they they had an answer on travis right. taylor by that point and knew they needed to do something else did not work out for them So that's the Julio Jones thing. I mean, we'll continue to monitor it until it it reaches a conclusion one way or another. The other thing uh, that's significant news-wise this morning is that the Orioles have made a decision that they are lifting capacity restrictions starting June 1st. I don't. I guess that lines up with... The, I still thought that outdoor venues fell into one of the categories that the I guess the governor's restrictions changed on June 1st as well. And so it allows them to do that. But June 1st is the date. I presume they would not have made this announcement without it being in concert with the city. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the word is that you will still have to wear masks. Bags will still be prohibited. And I, I have... I Actually, I, I honestly thought that the food thing was kind of a scam this year, I'm just being honest with you, but I guess they're going to continue all of those other protocols they put into place for this year related to COVID. They're just going to end restrictions on how many people can come. Now, someone might say, it's the Orioles. What difference does it make? Okay, get it. I get it. There's not likely to be a night where there's going to be 40,000 people at the ballpark. That's almost certainly not going to happen unless Adley Rutschman has Mm -hmm. a crazy summer and he gets caught up late in the season and then maybe the first night that Adley Rutschman is here, you get something, probably not a sellout, but something close to a sellout, an Orioles sellout, Mm -hmm. if you will. But for weekend series, it will be significant. There will be bigger crowds, particularly weekend series against the, the AL East teams, there will be big crowds for some of those games. Yeah, that's the one. Always drives out the, the, the massive numbers. There will still probably be people that are reluctant to go to games, that are still reluctant to go out and go to events for a little while, and and that's that's quite fine. But the Orioles are opening it up, and they are putting on uh, tickets on sale for all remaining home games starting on May 26th. So that's the news related to the Orioles and how they're opening things up. I that you know that's significant for me because it also means I can bring my kids to a game again. I I said I I have not gone to a game yet this season, not because I wouldn't want to, because for me anymore, if I'm going to a game, I want to take my kids to a game, and if I take my kids to a game, they're not sitting and watching the game for, for six innings. Like, they're, they got to get up and go play and go wander. We got to go do things during the course of the game. And move around and I would assume I mean I guess that this wasn't specifically in the Yeah, social distancing will never no longer be required. Um They will apparently continue to offer pod seating in select sections, so maybe it won't be filled. I, I guess maybe capacity will still be limited. There will be some sections where they won't be filled and they'll be doing the pods.
0: Well, a little bit of an acknowledgement of like, hey, we're Probably not going to run into an issue where we're. Yeah, it's not likely that
1: this is something that we're going to have to deal with where we're going to have a 40,000 person crowd. So we can say we're opening it up to capacity, but still not sell all the tickets. So I I don't know all of the details for how this will work, but the point is that they are lifting. Everyone will be able to go to Orioles games that wants to go. I was there yesterday. Starting on June 1st. Kyle went there, and 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 people were forcing beers down his throat, apparently. It's the truth. Just, it's the way, it, it, it's what he claims. It's is the truth. They were forced, You're not, not going to get. They were forced down his throat. Randy Jackson's autograph. That's what I've heard. Know? I have heard that over the years. All right, we are winding down for hour number one. We don't need actually, to. I actually saw Paul Belly. Oh, I love Paul. Yeah. Of course, uh, the host of the Bat Around yeah. every Saturday morning, uh, 10 to noon, of course, uh, Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports, PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. We do not need to take a break uh, here. We can do that after we talk to Jonathan Mayo. Our number one of today's show is in the books from the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio. Chesapeake Employers Insurance is your workers' compensation insurance specialist. And don't forget, Window Nation has this unbelievable offer for you. I mean, absolutely ridiculous what they're doing. I have no idea how it works as a business. It makes no sense. But they're a far more su- successful business than we are, so I should probably let them do what they do. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all styles of windows, plus no money down, no payments, and no interest For 24 months, 866-90Nation or Windownation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you Windownation, the perfect fit. Coming up a little bit later on this hour, our buddy Booker Corrigan is going to join us in studio as uh, we're going to break down the quarterfinals in the NCAA lacrosse tournament. But right now, it's a pleasure, as always, to welcome back in. We decided that we were going to start doing uh, weekly MLB draft segments. And, yes, we know the MLB draft is... A little bit further away this year, but the Orioles have a top five pick, and it's probably about as interesting as anything they're doing on the field. Let's just be honest about that. Joining us now, a man who got uh, all of Orioles' Twitter into a bit of a tizzy because in his most recent mock draft, he has the Orioles selecting some guy you've probably heard of named Jack Leiter with the fifth pick. He is our friend Jonathan Mayo from MLB Pipeline, MLB.com. He joins us now here on GCR. Jonathan, it's Glenn and Kyle in Baltimore. It's great to chat with you as always. Thank you so much for taking a couple of minutes for us this morning.
3: You bet. You pretty much just showed why we do the mocks, right? Yeah. To get people all in the. tizzy. Oh, my gosh. Um, Orioles, yeah, like Orioles
1: Twitter is, is losing their minds about yeah, the possibility of this. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's the, whole,
3: the whole point, uh, especially, what, seven weeks out. So you – know, so, I don't know what's going to happen on, in, in July. This is you know, kind of the best guess as of right now. So uh, I love how every you know, people take it so seriously, but I will ask everyone to take a deep breath.
1: Okay, all right. So I don't want to do that. I want to be excited about this, John. Let's not be excited. You're
3: picking high. Your Orioles are picking high. They're going to get a good player.
1: So let's talk about, in this, What I, you, you allude to there was a little bit of concern with Jack Leiter about him being scratched from a start. Is that the only reason you had him falling to five? Or is there some world in your mind where these two Vanderbilt pitchers that everybody's been talking about for a while now are, are just really not the consensus top guys in this draft and these, these other like high school guys are so talented that one or both of them could be available even if they're both healthy and pitching well by the time the Orioles are sitting there at number five?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, there are a couple things at play. The first is, especially when it pertains to the baseball draft, just because everyone is talking about one or two guys doesn't mean that the scouting industry thinks those one or two guys are the slam dunks, you know? And we've been kind of shouting from the rooftops for quite some time. Listen, Kumar Rocker is really, really good. And when you have guys at the very top, uh, you're going to to nitpick uh, everything, right? Because you're trying to decide to spend – $7 million on a guy, you know, or whatever Mm -hmm. it is as the number one pick. But people who are anointing him as this year's version of Steven Strasburg uh, were wrong, frankly. He's just not quite as as polished as as Strasburg was coming out. There's some command issues. You know, they're little, small things. He's still really good. You know, we're talking in my mock, I had him going six, you know, and that's a possibility. The thing with Jack Leiter, you know, all of it will get erased if he for the rest of this you know, year pitches like he did early and that week off really just helped him recharge his batteries. You know, as I did an interview with Tim Corbin, the Vanderbilt coach and he was saying, listen, he's never pitched in the sec before. Typically you do that as a freshman and you, you know, you, you hit some bumps along the way, like Kumar rocker did, but people aren't paying attention. Um, but because he's not the biggest guy in the world, because he's never pitched a full college season, there's not a lot of track record. So every start, Feels more amplified. He's really, really good, but you know, take a look at draft history. How many six-one guys have gone at the very, very top? Mm-hmm. And it, I think both he and Rocker, if they turn it on, like once they get into the SEC tournament, things like that. I don't, you know, there's a good chance neither of them get to five. But as right as of right now, there is a chance that the way I lined it up is the way it'll it'll happen. It's 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 always a, a best guess. You know, I'm sorry, there's a long-winded answer, but like. It's always the best guess, but we're really far out with no history and track record from last year, so it makes it tough
1: but it sounds like Jonathan, you're saying that like what we should really be talking about is these high school bats in particular that you know we don't have uh, we don't have the same social media presence we don't we don't have videos of them that we've been sharing that that lead the conversation that this is as much about the Vanderbilt pitchers maybe not being the the sure thing as it is about how high scouts really are in these particular high school bands?
3: I, I, you know, I think it's probably a combination of the, of the two things. You know? When you're picking at the very, very top, and I'm, like, I, I'm really in, in the first round, but especially in like, the top ten, you take the best player. It doesn't matter if you have three shortstops in your system. Right? If I'm the Orioles, and I know that I have Gunnar you know, Henderson, and I've got Westberg, and, uh, you know, I've got some other young guys that you just signed out of Latin America, you know, but Jordan Lawler is somehow there at five. You don't blink, you know, because you know, he'll be the best player available. Um, you know, in some ways, picking five is a, in a good spot because you can kind of, if all things are equal, you can just take who from that top group of five. And it really is. It's the two Vanderbilt guys, the two high school shortstops, and then Henry Davis from Louisville. Um, are really the the top guys, and you know what? If Henry Davis is available at five, you're still taking the Orioles, him
1: despite Adley Rutschman being here.
3: Yeah, yeah, because you know what? Maybe you move Henry Davis and have him play third base. He's pretty athletic, you know. Like you cross, you worry about that now. That's a little bit of a different story because it's college catcher to college catcher. So maybe if all things being equal, you you fi- you figure that in a little bit. But my point is like that high if. If the scouting industry and Mike Goliath, uh, the scouting staff and Michael I think Henry Davis is the best player available, then you just take him and you don't really worry about, you know, who you have in your system. We've
0: heard others say that the top of the draft, the top group, you know, might be about 6 players deep. Would you say that, you know, when you're talking about drafting 1 through 6, there's not really a whole lot of difference as far as I mean the evaluation or the
3: actual talent level of those 6 players? I think that's roughly right. Um, and some of it depends on, you know, your desire or willingness to say, take a high school pitcher. Um, and that would be the seventh guy. Jackson Jobe is the seventh guy. It's a high school right-hander from Oklahoma who a lot of people think could eventually be the best pitcher to come out of this class, Hmm. but you know, a high school right-hander has never been taken number one overall. Right. um, so that's unlikely to happen, although the Pirates are you know, still looking at him. I see that more as a backup plan. Um, but, yeah, add in Brady House, another high school shortstop um, who's really, really good. Khalil Watson's another really good high school shortstop. Figures more into the back end of the top ten uh, if he sneaks into the top ten. But there are a lot of talented high school middle infielders in this class. And, and Marcella Meyer and Jordan Lawler, the guys at the top, are really really good and i'm in the middle of working on like a story where i'm pulling people um and it's you know it's kind of split uh who you like more who does what better um so you know if i'm the texas rangers and i don't want a pitcher uh, you know you, you might be in a really good position because you could just react off of what the pirates do they take Meyer, you take lawler and vice versa or if the pirates take lighter then you can take your pick of which high school short step you want
1: he is jonathan mayo from mlb pipeline mlb.com he's with us here on glenn clark radio as we're talking mlb draft jonathan can I, if i can talk about those two guys i guess one you're saying it, it really does appear to be sort of a consensus that they're one and two and if that's the i mean are we talking about like alex rodriguez types of prospects in in meyer and lawler
3: um that may be going a little too far okay I mean, alex
1: rodriguez coming out of high school
3: was you know Right, <laughs> you know, one, arguably the best amateur player, period. Like, sort of the it, gold it, it's, standard, it's,
1: yeah, correct. Right, right. and right. it's rare
3: when a high school player gets serious consideration for the Golden Spikes Award, um, which you know, everyone thinks is a college award, but it's actually just an amateur baseball award. It's just never gone to a non-college player. Um, but he was an emic, so that's a little unfair. But I'll, I'm not a huge fan of comps, but the ones that I've heard the most of, Marcelo Meyer people, uh, he's a left-handed hitter. Um, so people sort of see his offensive profile as similar to Corey Seager with the defense of Brandon Crawford. Okay. Right? Jordan Lawler, Jordan Lawler is more athletic. He's faster. Um, people believe in Myers' bat a little bit more. When people see Lawler, they dream Derek Jeter, uh, you know, or they see a Carlos Correa or a Xander Bogart. So, you know, we're talking like a tall, really athletic mm-hmm uh, athletic shortstop. And depending on who you ask, one is better defensively than the other. I think Lawler can be a little more spectacular, because uh, of the athleticism. Meyer is more solid. Um, you know, he's not as fast, uh, you know, so there's that, well, will he stay there? But I think the instincts and, and the arm will certainly play from there. So, you know, you're, you're splitting hairs here, right? Over who, who is better, slightly different skill sets, both extremely talented.
1: If, if we separate the the height, right? Like, if if it's not, you know, is it as simple as saying, hey, if if these guys, if Jack Lighter was six four, we wouldn't be having these conversations. If we separate that, what are the what are the concerns? What is the difference between Lighter and Rocker and and being a Steven Strasburg type of prospect?
3: Right. So, I mean. The the size is 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 a thing because I think what it all comes down to for for lighter and maybe it's it's unfair is durability and listen he's strong like he's not that big but he's not 6'1", 150 pounds right he's he he's strong he's got a strong lower half but so I think the combination of the size and you know before this year he had made. Before college starts,
1: right. So it's it's just the lack and of. Before yeah. that,
3: he was at Del Barton Prep in New Jersey, right? Yeah.
1: Like, so no, he's not. He's no one's seen him
3: pitch a hundred innings. But but it, you it's not innings.
1: it's not his stuff necessarily. It's just so, it's, no, no yeah. stuff
3: is very good. Right. It's not. He doesn't throw off. You know. He doesn't. You know. He doesn't have the the Strasburg stuff. Kumar Rocker's got closer to Strasburg stuff in terms of the fastball and slider, uh, or. That we, his breaking stuff is kind of all over the place. It's like a curve that looks like a slider. It's a cutter. It, it's nasty, but his command is n- nearly as good as Strasburg's was coming out. Um, and if you, and, you know, if you dig into the data, uh, one of the things that separates lighter and rocker is that when lighter is on, he gets swings and misses like off of his fastball in the zone because of the spin rate and the riding life up. But it's it's a strike rocker. I mean his slider is ridiculous. If anyone saw that no hitter he threw as a freshman, it's insane. But a lot of his swings and misses come from people chasing it out of the zone at the next level. That's mm. not going to work because professional and major league hitters won't won't wave at those. I think that he's talented and athletic enough that he'll figure that out and learn to start commanding a feather. He hasn't had to but th- th- those are just some of the 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 question marks that don't, you know, that make them not Strasburg or David Price, you know, type level where you knew that those pitchers, those college pitchers were clearly the number one pick in that draft.
0: Is the concern at least about durability tied to his delivery at all at his size with the velocity? No, no, the
3: delivery is fine. It's, you know, you're, you're, Rolling the dice, no matter who you take, right? You, you, you look, you know, the example that I always get, that I give uh, recently, and I, I feel bad for piling on the Seattle Mariners from few years ago is that they were all in on Danny Holbson at the university of Virginia as a number two pick mm-hmm. um, back in 2011. They thought, Oh, we've got Felix Hernandez. Danny Holbson is a lefty. He's going to get to the big leagues in a hurry. He's going to be the number two. And it wasn't a stretch. Everyone thought he was like the number two or number three pick, And Holton broke down. He got hurt. I mean, to his credit, he made it to the big leagues, you know, for, for a half a minute with the Cubs and then retired. I mean, he worked his tail up just to do that, but that didn't work out. The other guy on the Mariners board that year was Francisco Lindor. Mm. 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 Who, you know, hindsight is 2020, but who would you rather have? Right. So that's when you're looking at this draft, you have to look and say, well, you know, the college pitcher lighter, his stuff is good. He's polished. He's got a good feel for pitching. Um, he should move quickly. We don't have a ton of history on him, right? It, you know, it's, it's not his fault. Like, last year, he didn't get hurt. He's never been hurt, you know? But I think that's why when he got skipped the start, everyone was like, whoa. And then he came back and struck out 13 against Ole Miss. So it's like, all right, if he finishes off that way, this point will be moot. You're going to look back at this interview and be like, that Mayo right. guy has no idea what he's right,
1: talking about. Right, because he ended up skyrocketing from that point on. Yeah, he'll go in the top two,
3: three picks. And he might still, you know, it's like, you can't. It's too early. I'm doing a mock now to start putting permutations. Yep. Especially with things so up in the air, because I'd have to list like eight guys for every every
1: spot. So, so Jonathan, if I could, it, it let's just say, the draft plays out exactly the way that you've got it going in your most recent mock for the <laughs> first four picks. And I know, I know it's <laughs> not going to. But let's just let's let's just have sure. some fun, right? It, is is there any world where the Orioles are sitting there at five with both of those guys on the board and not taking one of them? And I know that, I'll separate. And it's not related to trying to go undervalue value and, and, right. and doing what they did with Heston Kerstedt. I just mean, you know, based on scouting and talent, is there any world where it, they, those, these first four picks are not the two Vanderbilt-built pitchers, both of them are sitting there, and the Orioles still turn another name just based on talent and scouting alone?
3: I mean, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. I, I think it's improbable. Okay. Um, you know you know, the Orioles system is obviously so vastly improved. Uh, you you can't point to one thing and say, Oh, they're so loaded here. Um, some of it would do, you know, so if it goes the way I laid it out, the top four. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think it would be, you know, obviously I think it would be one of them. Um, Otherwise, I wouldn't have right mocked know, them there. I get that. Mocked them there, <laughs> right? But uh, that's you know just a, a stab in the dark. I'm trying to think of who right. would be on the outside looking. So, you know? so, so
1: there's an. I, I, I don't think so. If if we look at the system, and and you brought up some of the names that are there a little bit lower, I I still think most people would say that that middle infield is still devoid of like a sure thing in the Orioles system right now of somebody that we know is definitely going to be a high-level major leaguer. And, and we probably should talk more about outfield as well, right, as far as the Orioles' future. That there, there isn't someone in, like, one of those areas that's definitely, you know, a Khalil Watson, like somebody like that you say, it would still make a lot of sense for the Orioles to go that route.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I, although, I mean, Gunnar Henderson's pretty freaking good. Like, you know, I, I think that we're probably, we just added him to the top 100, um and we're probably light on him i have a feeling he's going to make a big move up now he's you know he's a big dude there are a lot of big shortstops now he's crazy athletic and i think he's proven that he should be able to play shortstop but you never like it's hard to know with a guy that young who isn't really done in terms of physical maturity you know if he slows down a step does he have to move to third it's possible you know that's you know that's where you start getting into right? The same thing with Jordan Westberg, like he's look okay. at short. You can't have them both play shortstop, but what if your infield ended up being, you know, uh, gunner at short Westberg at second and Khalil Watson at, in center field. I, you know, I don't know. Um, you know, years ago, the, the Baltimore Orioles traded for, uh, for a young shortstop named Adam Jones and yeah. Uh you know, who had been a young shortstop and he ended up in center field so yep. you just don't know which is you know back to my original point which is you take you take the best guy. Uh I, I would think that there are very good chances that if things go in the top 4 somewhat like that one of the Vanderbilt guys would be very strongly considered as the best guy. I like that. How high of, how high of
0: a ceiling are we talking about here with Henderson, right? Like is he If he plays as well as he started the season off, could we be talking about, like, a top 20 prospect in next year?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think so. You know, he's got every tool. Um, He's, like, way more athletic than he should be. If you looked at him, like, because he's, you know, he's big, but his body control is really impressive. He can really hit. There's power. I I think that he could move up. Um, And why don't we start with top 50 so I don't oversell. Uh, but yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll do, you know, we do like a market correction or two where we kind of reshuffle and then we do a full on re-ranking, uh, that'll be after the draft, you know, in, in, in late July, probably. And we'll see where he's at and how he's, he's playing. You don't want to read too much into, right. you know, a dozen games or whatever sure. he's played this, this year. But I, I think that he has a tremendous ceiling. Um, and you know, folks within the Orioles player development have been, kind of pushing on me saying like you know you need to look at this guy more as a top 100 guy and 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 they're right and we've got him on there now and i think there's only only a big up arrow next to his name
0: and is the athleticism to the point where it's like he's he's not just like average he's even you might be surprised by how fast he is
3: yeah i mean because you know i think you know i i, I what's he he's 6'2 210 yeah like you know like i think right. it's like the kind of guy that you know he, he, he's He's kind of an average runner, maybe a tick above, mm-hmm. but his instincts are so good um you know, so we'll just see if he gets a little thicker, maybe he moves to third, but he's got you know a plus arm, he's got really good hands, that's why you give him a a real chance to 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 have him play short. you know one of the things we have in the report is that he's athletic enough that the Orioles could move him around um by choice not because oh, he can't play shortstop anymore.
1: He is Jonathan. And he's Ma- moved.
3: Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, he's, he's moved around. He you know, he, he played some third, he even played a little outfield during instructs last fall. So, uh, the sky's the limit for him.
1: I like that. Jonathan Mayo, of course, at Jonathan Mayo on Twitter is how you follow him. MLB MLB.com. Jonathan, is there anything else I can plug for you, sir? That's it, hey, man. Really appreciate taking the time. Uh, I know we're still a ways away from uh, this all going down, so we're going to have to reach out to you again before we get to that point, because as you pointed out, we could be talking about a wildly different mock draft here in a few weeks, and maybe not, not having the same craziness with it. Jonathan, always appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Jonathan Mayo with us here on GCR for this week's MLB Draft segment. Today's show, also brought to you by our friends at Glory Days Grill. They're celebrating their 25th anniversary, and they're giving you the gift of an amazing menu includes the zucchini fries, the smoky thigh wings, the barbecue chicken bowl with ancient grains, the double bacon and cheddar burger, the strip steak sandwich, the silver anniversary IPA, the turtle cheesecake. You can win a trip to Devil's Backbone. Just go to glorydaysgrill.com to find out more. You get the gifts as they celebrate their anniversary at Glory Days Grill. Again, glorydaysgrill.com. When we come back in, Booker Corrigan's scheduled to join us. Is the door unlocked? We might. Yeah, that might kind of jerks, aren't we? Well, we gotta get us to break first, then we'll go let Booker in. We're in the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Studio of Pressbox.
0: The annual MIAA Lacrosse Championships are coming live to Anne Arundel County for the first time ever. The MIAA Lacrosse Championships feature some of the nation's top lacrosse programs as well as the future stars of the game. Join us Tuesday, May 18th and Friday, May 21st at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland. Tickets are on sale now. To learn more, go to miaachampionships.com.
3: Hey, this is Chris Rowland from Grade Eights Memorabilia. And June 27th from 12 to 4, we want to invite you out to the first ever Tucker Fest for the Brigance Brigade Foundation. Come meet Justin Tucker. Listen to a free live concert from Joey Harkham and Dave teeth Jeremy Kahn will be in the express exterior design dunk booth will have food trucks from jimmy's famous seafood vendors and a huge cornhole tournament this is a free family fun event on sunday june 27th from 12 to 4 p.m at jerry's toyota on valet road for more information go to great eights memorabilia.com that's great eights with the number eight letter s and remember great eights memorabilia be great
2: For more than 100 years, Chesapeake Employers Insurance has been helping Maryland businesses keep their workers safe with competitive pricing and an AM Best, A-minus financial strength rating. It's no surprise that Chesapeake Employers is Maryland's largest writer of workers' comp insurance. At the end of every workday, someone's waiting for your safe return. Connect with your agent or visit CEIWC.com.
0: Redefine your skills, inspire change, and make a difference. The Army offers the new generation of youth the ability to be part of something bigger than themselves, while also improving who they will become individually. Soldiers have the ability to impact the world in many different ways. The Army supports humanitarian missions ranging from the COVID-19 response to natural and man-made disasters. Visit GoArmy.com forward slash Baltimore.
1: The Toyota Tacoma comes in a wide range of models and trim lines. You can choose the perfect Toyota to reflect your unique personality and driving habits. Check out buyatoyota.com for deals on new Tacomas from your local Toyota dealer today.
4: The journey begins on remote mountain farms and plantations in the lush tropical regions of countries like Colombia and Brazil where the best coffee beans are grown. The beans are harvested by hand carefully sorted bagged shipped and finally roasted and the journey ends as your cup of rich flavorful royal farms coffee the freshest and best coffee in the world real fresh real fast royal
1: farms Hi, it's Glenn Clark for Window Nation. When it comes to cost and quality, Window Nation has you covered, saving you thousands more on your windows compared to national brands while providing the same, if not better, quality. Want detail? Window Nation measures each window three times to ensure proper fit. And after they install your new windows, they leave your home cleaner than it was before. Get 50% off every style window, plus put no money down, make no payments, and pay no interest for 24 months. 866-90NATION or visit windonation.com. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you, WindowNation, the perfect fit.
0: The latest edition of PressBox is available now. On the cover, Luke Jackson profiles top Orioles pitcher John Means and the role new pitching coach Chris Holt is taken with Means and the entire organization. Inside, Matt Kremnitzer reflects on Nick Marcakis' career and Bo Smolka looks at what to expect from the Ravens' 2020 draft class in their second season. PressBox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. And you can always find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at
1: PressBoxOnline.com. U-R-L. You are listening to Glenn
2: Clark Radio at GlennClarkRadio.com. If
1: you missed it last night, Stan the Fan and Gary Stein caught up with Towson women's basketball coach Diana Richardson. That's available right now, Facebook.com slash sports. Click on the videos tab, and you can find it as well at PressBoxOnline.com. Early in the week, Stan and Ross Grimsley caught up with the great Boog Pal. That's available in those same locations. All of Stan's shows is always brought to you by C3 American Exteriors. Don't let the insurance industry get one over on you. Call C3 to get roof and siding repairs for just the cost of your home insurance. Deductible 410-401-9797 or c3america.com look who's here, this man, what? What are you, what's your deal? What are you <laughs> My doing? My air conditioning, the HVAC is broken. Oh, so you need, you need somebody? You know yeah, we'll, we need we'll a guy. We'll, we'll talk to you. We'll talk yeah, to you about all it. All we'll that. We'll talk to you about it. Booker Corrigan <laughs> is back in studio with us, and he's here to revel in the fact that through one weekend of the NCAA tournament, he has four points, and Kyle and I each have only two points. That's it's not not ideal, not ideal for your boys. Yeah, but you have um, some talent left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not alarmed by anything just yet, as far as my team is concerned. <laughs> you can go for a jog on Sunday no, no, morning. No, I'm not. I mean, my, I, I had I, two of the first four picks, and then I didn't have another pick until the ninth pick of the draft. And so my first two picks are alive, and then everything after the ninth pick is gone. That's, you know, yeah, it's the way it went in this one. That's I, life the I, I, I regret, as the voice of the Loyola Greyhounds, I do regret not picking Loyola with my third pick. Because I should have just said, I'll super, support my boys, and I'll take them. I didn't do that mistake on my part. Yeah. I learned well, my I lesson. Why took the fight who's in calling, Irish? Who's calling me? Don't they know who I am? Yeah. I got to... Important things going on. around It's not here. me. This might be my insurance company. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> I didn't know a thing. I still don't, but I have. Thank two you, teams. <laughs> it's dynamite, it's dynamite a, observation.
5: Ignorance is bliss. Well, dynamite observation. Okay. Georgetown
1: looked really good. All right, Everyone so so knows. So, we've so, so we've got uh, Kyle and I both have two teams left. I have, um, and look again, two ACC teams, two teams that I was, I felt good about taking. I do. I if if you ask me today, if you say Glenn, who do you think's going on to the Final Four? I think I've got one team going on to the Final Four. I think I've got, I think Carolina's going on to the Final Four.
5: Carolina against Rutgers. I'll take Rutgers. Well, As a matter, matter of fact, fact, I did. Yeah, of course you'll take As Rutgers. As a matter you of fact, them. I did. No, them, Carolina's cheap. unbelievably talented. Yeah, they're, it they're just ridiculous. Upset. Look, now,
1: uh, Rutgers obviously looked very good last weekend. This is a little bit of a step up. This was yep. last uh, last week they faced basically a faceoff specialist. Good team, mm-hmm. but they faced a faceoff specialist, yep. right? This week, they face a really, really loaded team. I, I like having Carolina. I don't feel. I felt good about Virginia. I don't feel as good about Virginia. I wish I had Georgetown. I would rather have. I think Georgetown's beating Virginia. Kyle has Georgetown. I don't. What are, who are some I of know. the
5: players you love on that Georgetown side? Yeah, track? Jay Caraway. You were telling me about it. Like, yeah,
0: I
1: mean Ewing it
0: comes to mind right. first.
1: Hey, yeah, Patrick. <laughs> Patrick yeah, of course. Ewing he is the real yeah.
0: enforcer down yeah. there by the goal. And they Iverson, can block of course. Shots. Yeah, yeah. Right? AI. The morning. Yeah. They really kind of set the tone for passing big men. You know that.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> knows yeah. that. I I, I wish I had Georgetown. I wish I still had Georgetown after the first week.
5: I'll tell you what, they have a lot of – remaining in the NCAA tournament are a lot of former – under Armour All-Americans. Mm. and that Crazy how that effect, works. Yeah, go to underarmourlacrosse.com and make sure you check out. Did I just see there uh, were another group try- of
1: All-Americans that were named recently? Yes,
5: yesterday we put out
1: Wave 2. Wave 2, they call it. Yeah. So we do it two. in
5: four waves.
1: Some okay. local some local kids on that list, I oh, saw. That's weird, there? I can't yeah, imagine. No, right? Oh. People from this area being good at <laughs> lacrosse. That's weird. That would never seem to happen. Weird, yeah. yeah right? Yes, that is really weird. weird. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about the tournament. So you've got four teams left. Yep. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, that means the Booker got one. You get one point each for your first round wins. Your second round wins guarantee you two points. So Booker knows he's at least got one of those, right? Yep. Like he at least has one of those. A third round win guarantees you five points, and then of course yeah, the if you win the championship, you get 10. Is
5: basically whoever wins the championship does not have to run.
1: Essentially, right. essentially that's the case, right?
5: Whoever gets the most final four teams of the. F- other two, is going to end
1: up right feeling really good about themselves. Yeah. Is going to end up. Well, I feel,
5: you feel good about yourself no matter what.
1: No, I I How only good it's, are you it's feel entirely running that oh god the Baltimore ten miler. Go ahead get the yeah, remind The Baltimore
5: ten miler. It's going to be a fantastic event. It's going to be in Hunt Valley this year. Yep. Because Baltimore City still had some restrictions and we needed to get the permit signed and the course set and all that. So uh, it's going to start and finish in Hunt Valley Town Center. It's
1: going to run right by my house. Right by. You're going to run. right I'm going to Improper Damn pronoun.
5: It. Damn it! I taught sixth grade long enough to know the proper. I got a, ba- I got a bachelor usage. party
1: later that day. I am going UD, to be. You'll be in great I'm shape. I'm just going to be sitting right. there with ice on my the thighs thought, right? the yeah. entire time. Vascular, God. looking very vascular. <laughs> yeah. God, what a nightmare this is going to be. <laughs> Depending on how this goes this weekend, I'll run. I'll start running next week. I'll start. I'll get back into <laughs> to, to game, the Walking. game. shape. Who's Virginia playing? Georgetown. Georgetown Virginia is a big it's one. A big for one for us. us That's huh? a big one for us on Saturday. That is. That's that a really pretty big Pretty much, is
5: going to determine. How Whether you run the Baltimore yeah. 10-miler yeah. or, or Kyle, Kyle and I have to concoct a way for us yes. not to run in you so run Kyle it So anyway. Kyle
1: reminded <laughs> us that yeah. last year the plan was that you were going to go during the show. Yeah. You were going to take a day and run. Or walk or make yeah. the trip. Yeah. To Towson, which isn't quite 10 miles as it turns out. It's a little bit less than 10 miles. But he's going to also so come back. It was there and back. It was a walk Wait, there oh, that, and back. That's a bit more than 10 miles. So you, was that really what the Somehow plan was? It was, it was a, we'll
0: figure out a
6: 10-mile yeah. distance.
0: i will cover it. Was.
1: That was that was the plan. When we, you're going to call
0: we, in at various times. Yeah, you're
1: going to check in during the run yeah. to let us know how it was going and when Map you got to Towson. Yeah, something. yeah, that was the plan when we uh, discussed this last year. So I'm for that happening again this year since... Booker's too busy in the day of the ten miler to actually run in the race. Yeah, well, real weird. I'll, I'll either works. be
5: in Florida broadcasting games on ESPN three or I'll be at the ten miler as oh, the I'm announcer. Gonna, if I'm running, you better be there because it's I the know.
1: only part of the day yeah. that I actually enjoy. <laughs> it's the only. It's a, wonder, it's a wonderful well, all your event. Fans make that very are able clear. Come out yeah, high
0: right. five! High five, Glenn Clark. He like but, runs right but past but his wife, Booker, so Booker could, can hug him.
5: Yeah. yeah. But, by
1: the way, Booker makes it a. Re- oh, you think my wife can is going to congratulate me? She does not care at all. She's going to throw hot bit. coffee. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the last time she said, all right, great. Now come meet us so we can take the kids to the zoo. I mean, like, yeah. she did not care. Booker actually cares. Booker's actually yeah. very excited to see me. He makes a big deal <laughs> out of it when I cross the finish line. Handed you that
0: vodka at the eight-mile mark. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. It's very yeah. nice of him. Um, all right, so the Loyola thing was amazing. I mean, it was just, it oh, was yeah. it was absolutely, for the sport it was amazing. For Loyola it was amazing. Did
0: you play yeah. me? Did you shark me when you said there's no chance Loyola wins? Because I would have picked them. In the draft, had you not said that declarative statement where you were like, Loyola's got no you. chance to beat Denver. They're going to get drubbed.
5: I picked Denver. Well, hey, I mean, I picked Loyola also. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, No, so small world. The goaltender for Loyola who had the Hall of Fame yeah, save it, on An, Simmons, an eternal, iconic Sam Schaefer. Yeah. I PG'd at Trinity Pauling School, and his father Tom Schaefer was in our class. Oh, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. That's and he really was cool. not a lacrosse player at all. He's just a great, great person, and great people raise great kids.
0: That's why he thanked us after the
5: game. Right. What yeah. right. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I, I thank, I want to thank
1: my, I want to yeah. thank my dad, and of course, also want to thank Booker <laughs> Corrigan, who had a big influence on my dad. And <laughs> yeah. so oh, that was that was the first thing he said. You <laughs> oh, had ESPN to buddy e up to him because he
5: ran the snack bar. So every night oh, after no, study hall, that is a Important. yeah we That's could go a, down and, and yep. schmeißle a little hamburger
1: got, or something. Gotta go out get of, something they out had out a grill.
5: <laughs> How kind of them? life were they living yeah.
1: yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right? Make that happen. Um it's an it's an iconic moment. It's it, it was everything as a as a lacrosse fan for a yeah. weekend and it's pictured a Sunday night where there weren't a lot of other big events going on. It seemed like I it, was got, watching. I don't it seemed like it got a few more casual eyeballs on Sunday night than any of the other games got during the course of the weekend. For it to have all of that was just sort of a magical moment for the sport. That being said, there's a big difference in gutting your way through a win over Denver, taking nothing away from Denver. Right. There's a big difference between gutting your way through that and just throwing everything you can at them and figuring out a way to hold on versus facing Duke. Yeah. Duke's good. For as good of a story as this is, everything that's going and on with they- Loyola. It's it's a remarkable <laughs> story. It's un- they were five and five. They were dead in the water. They weren't getting into the tournament. They, they I mean this was over and now they're in the quarterfinals. Can they figure out a way? Of course. Okay. Explain it then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so, come on. So
5: when you do these games on ESPN, you have conference calls with the coaches. Yep. I get on, and Joe Bresci, I was doing Carolina-Maryland a while ago, and Joe Brushy and I, who have worked camps together, I know pretty well, we were the first two on the call. So I was like, Coach, you know, let me ask you a couple questions just between the two of us. Just us girls. I said, yeah.
1: yeah.
5: I said, what's going to take to beat Maryland if you were just giving me some inside info? And his response was, Score more goals than they do. Right, okay. I'm like, right, thank, thanks, thank Coach. You, thank I really you. appreciate thank it. But then we did appreciate that. get into some, you know, they're going to change some defensive stuff around. So he did tell me where a couple bodies were buried. But I thought his initial response. So, yeah, Loyola to beat Duke, they just have to be efficient. And I know that they're trying, but I always encourage my teams, take an extra breath before you throw that casual pass because it's not – when you're moving the ball and pinging it and you've seen Loyola play at a high level when they're getting the ball from A to B to C to D without cradling it twice, that's what they need to do efficiently and smartly. And the other thing is, it's a hard thing to say because I know some people might blow up Twitter, but be unselfish until it's time to be selfish. I've seen a lot it was good of to great see Ed high Ed school across. It
1: was good to see it in Olmstead, who's been unselfish yep. all year long. All year yep. long, he's been happy to be the facilitator, but when he was feeling it on Sunday yep. night,
5: he was, and that's a great example. he was
1: pulling the trigger. Yep.
5: And and sometimes you'll see these high school guys where they have a seven-yard shot and their teammate is open across the crease, but there's a stick in between them, one of those things, and they pass it. And you're like, dude, that's just shoot that one. I mean, I understand, like, let's be unselfish and always make the next pass sometimes you were the next pass mm-hmm. and now it's time for you put it in finish plays to the back of their net
1: i i think the good news obviously they're probably not going to be nearly as dominated at the faceoff x as they were by yep. td Erlin in the second half and it's just because you don't you don't have to go up against td Erlen. Yeah. like it's a it's a nice benefit and so you should be able to keep possession a little more even than say losing 23 of 30 faceoffs <laughs> Which by the way, they still figured out a way to win the game. Yep. So remarkable that you're able to do that. I think that's good news for Loyola. They're they're presumably going to need Sam Schaefer to play just about as well. Right. Yep. Oh, like yeah. that this is Ugh. any path for them beating these types of teams now. Now I'm starting to think of the stars. That Duke I, that's the thing, right? Like and that's what makes this really difficult. It makes it difficult because I, I am I know better than to ever count out Charlie Toomey and his staff. Right. My God, like it's it is they don't get nearly enough attention on national landscape, maybe because the Patriot League doesn't get as much ESPN uh, as the other leagues do. Drew. They're on CBS and, and and we do the ESPN uh, plus broadcast. But like they, Charlie Toomey and his staff, it's it's a testament that they're back. It's not about one player. They won a national championship. Then they got an iconic player. And now they're back in the quarterfinals after that iconic player is gone. Like, yeah. it's unreal, the consistency from him, his staff, in this program. But, and it's and ridiculous.
5: It, it's funny. In college sports, if you think back to Tennessee football, and they won a national championship yep. the year after Peyton, after Peyton
1: Manning was gone, correct.
5: T. Right. Martin was their starting But That's So, yes, yes, having that star is awesome. And Patrick Spencer, as good a lacrosse player, as good an athlete as you'll see in college lacrosse, and was highly decorated for all those reasons. But now they have a, a team that's coming together. And, again, you talked about Charlie Toomey, uh, Billy, Matty Dwan, sorry, and Stevie Vakeness. Unbelievable yeah, And some guy people. named Mark
1: Van Arsdale you might have heard of. Uh,
5: Mark Van Arsdale? No. 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 Played at Hobart, won yeah, four national yeah, championships, yeah, tackman right. of the Year. No, nothing. Haven't nothing, heard of him. Nothing,
1: yeah. nothing yeah. ringing a bell there. No. Yeah, their staff is unbelievable. So yeah. I know better than to count them out. I'm not saying this is not – I'm not doing your bit. I'm not saying Loyola has no chance to go beat Duke because <laughs> I, I know – I know that that group of guys is going to put together something, and they're going to have a game plan for how they can go beat Duke. And they competed with loyal or with the Virginia earlier in the year. They were right in that. It's just that Matt Moore kind of took over as the game went on, and and did magician things in order to pull off a win. So I think I think they'll go be competitive. But there's a difference between. Going and being competitive and figuring out yeah, a way to, to beat win. someone is loaded. I mean, loaded. Yeah, as Duke and is. they got
5: that Adler kid in the goal who yeah. is awesome. I mean, uh, all the talent in the world on the field, and then you add in one of the best goalies in Division One. So Duke, it'll be a, a tall order, but they're still going to play the game. Yeah, and yeah, they're not going to wave it and just say, you know what, they're really good on paper.
1: Yeah, right? we'll <laughs> just go ahead. And so how remember. about the
5: Maryland Terrapins? Who do they play? They. <laughs> <laughs> Who do they play, Kyle? You and, 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 I mean, and I were talking about they're playing Notre we, Dame. Oh, don't don't yeah, let him Notre off the hook. Don't I, I, let him off never, the hook. i like to feed him answers. Damn, he's have, the greatest. We've, been, we've
1: probably done a lacrosse segment every day this week, <laughs> yeah. and yet he's still – that has not gone through <laughs> – He's there's something else going on in he his head. He and I
5: were talking last night when he set me up and you know, told me about the payment for we coming do, in yeah, today. Yeah, we, oh, yeah.
1: oh boy, wait till you see it. <laughs> well, Glenn
0: brought
5: the out a lot of commas. How often? Of how common. often do
1: you go to Glory Days Grill? Because we have <laughs> we have the finest twenty five dollar gift card for you. Look, oh, from banana. what I understand,
0: I love Glory Days. Jared Bernhardt, tough to stop. He named a player. <laughs>
1: He named a player.
5: Logan Wisnowskis no, out of Boys Latin the you're Lake Show. He named him
1: players. He named a player. No,
5: so here's a here's one for you. Notre Dame is who Maryland plays. I know we we I talked know. about this extensively yeah. when we were talking about the And of course you know Czech. Booker's got a connection with yeah, Notre Dame. Of yeah, course.
1: And it's yeah.
5: but Notre, it's Notre Dame cousin is the coach or something? Hey, My cousin Kevin is the head coach. Yeah. Look at
6: that.
5: So no, but uh, Remember Rick Meyer, the quarterback for I do. Notre Dame, I drafted by the Seahawks not, not in the go first so well round for him in the NFL. His son Morrison is a great midfielder, goal-scoring midi for Notre Dame.
1: Yep, it's pretty cool. It is. I agree that it's pretty cool. And I, I, the only look. I think my gut tells me, no offense, Maryland is a better team. Sure. And, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the Lax Vegas uh, uh, tweet about this weekend yet. But I if I. There, I
5: have it. I think they're 1.5. I, I was
1: going to guess it was going to be in somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe two, right? It was going to be somewhere in that neighborhood that Maryland would be favored. Which, by the way, absolutely does not mean that Maryland's unbeatable. And there is still this thing that looms over Maryland, which is we don't think you've played anyone quite like this this year. With no disrespect to Rutgers, who I think is a good team. I still think this is a step up, yep. even from Rutgers, what you're going to face. And, by the way, I'm going to guess there's going to be a sizable chunk of Notre Dame fans at the game, <laughs> at, considering. The game's in South Bend. Yeah, I know. Kyle, yeah. Kyle knows that, of I course. Know. Yeah, He knows all That's of this. That's in uh, Indiana. I love him. Thank you. Nailed it. Nailed it 100%. In, Indiana. So, while I think. Hotbed for lacrosse. Yeah, well, everybody knows it's the sport that every ever, all the kids no, yeah. every all the kids in Indiana right. grow up dreaming right. of the opportunity to play lacrosse. So the point being, I I like Maryland. I think they're really good. I think they're they are absolutely deserving of being um, considered one of the probably three favorites mm-hmm. to win the national championship. I think there's three teams that separated themselves from everybody else as teams that should have been considered favorites coming into this tournament. Yes. With all that being said. I do not think this is anywhere near a sure thing for Maryland going to Notre Dame. On sure. Sunday. Well,
5: then you were telling me Liam Edmond, mm-hmm. the goaltender for Notre Dame. I mean, yeah. he, he's big, he's athletic. He right. does things well. Cousin Kevin is not afraid to jump into that 10 man ride. Yeah. I was telling uh, you that. Yeah. I of mean, course we
1: know that, uh, Logan McNaney is not afraid of a 10 man ride because <laughs> we've seen <laughs> yeah. him score against the 10 man Have 10-man you ride. met Logan Mcnane? I've never, I've never met him. No.
5: <laughs> the, um, uh, I, I try and put this as respectfully like, because he look he looks like he's about 12. Okay. he's a great okay. goalie. I'm not throwing a <laughs> yeah. dart here. If I want to throw a dart, I would throw a dart. I'm just telling you, he really has this youthful appearance. a baby-faced <laughs> assassin, if you will. Yes, uh, he uh, he doesn't have three whiskers.
1: We we used to call it, Manny Machado it, a baby-faced assassin yeah. years ago. Yeah, you know, he, he, grew, he grew into it eventually. <laughs> never grew into a haircut, but he grew into his <laughs> face. I he don't was. know
5: if he's going to have to shave for a long time. He's going to sh- save a lot of money on razors. So
1: here's a here's a weird bit about uh, Maryland. You know, this time of year, especially when when we'll oftentimes invite uh, teams to put their players on, we'll invite yeah. them to have. And so I, I, you know, I said, "Hey, if you'd like to get like a a Bernhard or Wisnowskis on the show, we'd be happy to have him. Right. And I kind of got a laugh. <laughs> I got like a, "Do you you don't know those guys, do you?" <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, oh. And then, then John Tillman explained to me, they're roommates, and we are convinced that they go weeks without talking <laughs> to each sit. other. Right, they just sit. They're yeah. roommates. Yeah. And we don't think they've ever <laughs> talked to each other. They just don't talk. Yeah. They don't they, they are not that they're great players. Sure. They are they are leaders, if you will, on the team. But it ain't vocal leaders. Yeah. <laughs> they don't yeah. talk those guys. Do as I do and don't, Correct. don't I'll, wait for me I'll to go, say something. I'll go show you how to do it. Yeah. And then if you do it, great. But <laughs> I ain't gonna be the one yelling at you afterwards. They're not those types of guys. Look, they're loaded. Maryland's loaded. They're good everywhere. Um there's there's nothing there is no knock on their lacrosse. The only knock I have is I haven't seen them face this yes. caliber of team yet this season to know how they respond to it. It's
5: It'll be interesting. Speaking of caliber teams, yes, Spalding is playing in the A Conference.
1: My Championship guy, you know, it's my guy Brian yes of course. That's oh, my... and
5: I actually had dinner with Brian Phipps and Brian Farrell last night. Oh, that's cool. That's very cool. They were cool. roommates as sophomores. Yeah. I mean, phenomenal guys, great, great guys, great coaches, and I kept telling him overtime. Oh, was, oh. And they're like, no, 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 12-5. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Nobody right. wants 12-5. Right. Overtime. For you, you need... You need and the... then I also helped coach them up a little bit, and I said, you know, when that lacrosse game goes into it, overtime, it, so you want to score the Was personal. this a
1: really serious upset on Tuesday? Was this a...
5: Neither one.
1: Okay. That's what I was I trying mean, to figure
5: BL's out. very, very good. McDonough obviously came in undefeated, kind of like Maryland, with the, you know, and they played everybody. The COVID timing for different teams through... Teams into a, like a weird little spiral, uh, and then Calvert Hall, great team. No they doubt, lost, they lost their best attack, Sunderland, to a broken foot early in the season, and then they you know found a way to still endure and get into the semifinals, which was big for them. They sure. took down St. Mary's. St. Mary's is very
1: good. So this or it is,
5: was, I should say. Well, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, I
1: hear you. Not they're not playing anymore. Yeah. So so tomorrow night down in Annapolis. Yes.
5: It's gonna be a beautiful night.
1: Oh my God! It's warm. It's yep. it's and there's a huge crowd there for the the semifinals, yep. wasn't there? Yep. I saw some pictures that uh, that were floating out there. I, I was like, a f- wow, that's I, awesome.
5: I have a feeling Spalding is gonna pack. Well, I mean, obviously it's a huge stadium, but they're gonna they are gonna show up, and of course, BL they travel well. They're um, you know a little bit like the Notre Dame football of the MIAA, where their fans. Co- they show up.
1: So Spalding and Boys Latin. But the yeah. other the other title games are tomorrow as well. Yes. Right? Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. <laughs> Book- Kyle Booker and I saying, were talking a little Book- bit about that. We yeah, thought we
5: were Book- just going to talk A-Conference Booker today. said,
1: I'm concerned about the A-Conference. <laughs> That's <laughs> the one that I've cared about as the yeah. season has going on. You can ask Dave Cottle about anything else <laughs> that might be going on down in Annapolis. So I say we do that. Uh, of course, uh, the legendary former coach at Maryland and Loyola. Uh, I hope he's going to be my broadcast partner again uh, at Loyola moving forward. I hope that he's going to be back with us next season. Um, but of uh, also part of Legendary Sports Group and making this happen down in Annapolis this week with the MIA. He is, of course, Dave Cottle, and he is with us now here on GCR. Coach, it's Glenn and Booker and Kyle. It's always great to chat with you. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for taking a couple of minutes for us.
4: Well, thank you for allowing us to speak about this MIA championship, and uh, I miss you, Glenn.
1: Oh, coach, I miss you. I got somebody's got to help me with Gunkel. You know how it goes, man. <laughs> somebody's got to help me with that guy. I love Gunkel. I, I, yeah. I need you there, and that's always great to hear from you, coach. I always coach always checks in on. He's such a. I love coach. You know what I mean? He's just he's so good to me, and I always appreciate it. Um, what a crowd you guys had the other night Um, it seemed like lacrosse fans were excited to be back out and supporting their teams Mm. great atmosphere and I'm expecting the exact same thing tomorrow night right
4: yeah I think so I think people you know with the mass mandates being removed and it was a great spring day and uh, I I think people were you know the whole season regular season it was two parents for one player Mm. at the event and Thank thankfully, you know, Navy allowed us to sell up. To, well, I guess we have no restrictions now. Wow. And it was – the the schools were – it was nice to hear crowd noise. It was nice to hear the passion of the wind. It was nice to hear all the stuff that we've missed for the last year and a half.
5: Coach, let's get into the game. You have Spalding against Boys Latin. Your connection runs so deep. You coached both of the head coaches back so in Maryland. Cool. So cool. So, are you pulling for one over the other? Where's Dave Cottle on this, or is it a I can't lose once the game is concluded?
4: Well, you know, I actually helped with the Spalding team in the entire fall and winter. So, I, I co- and I coached in the summer where we had Dom Petromala and Nick Petromala and, and a bunch of the Spalding kids. So I'm an Ian Arundel County guy now. I'm going to root for a great game. I'm going to root <laughs> for Tom Petromala, and I'm going to root for the Spalding's Cavaliers.
1: All right, I mean, by the way, it seems like uh, not a bad not a bad place to root for. They seem <laughs> like they're pretty good, so it seems like a pretty good choice, Coach. Of course, I have a a selfish thing here. My my Stevenson partner is my friend M. C. McFadden. And Brian Phipps is her now future grandbaby daddy. Of course, he's married to her daughter, Caitlin, who we know was an unbelievable player during her time at Maryland as well. And they're going to have their first kids soon. And so that's MC's first. So I have no choice. I have to be firmly in Brian Phipps' camp tomorrow go. night. That's the way it's going to have to work. What, what do people need to know, Coach? Can, can they just show up uh, tomorrow night down in Annapolis for the game and then... As as I pointed out with Booker, and he was not prepared for it, it's not just the A conference title game, correct? Like it's a whole day of lacrosse, isn't it? It's...
4: Yeah, it's the the B conference championship, which is the number one versus the number two team. It's Archbishop Curley versus Friends, play at five o'clock, and then the aid conference will be at 7:30, and you know the stadium you know we we paid for the extra camera to be on the sidelines so the video board works we put together the slides we have the navy announcer and the music so it's it's a really good game day experience and uh and a really nice place for a family to park and and to come to a game on a friday night so we we're hoping we'll have a big crowd
1: and you can and you don't need to buy tickets ahead of time you'll be able to get them there if 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 you want to come down you can buy them at the door.
4: Yeah, you can buy them at the door. Right now we've sold almost uh $25,000 worth of tickets wow. for uh online on the MIA championship uh website. So you know, the the community is getting involved, and obviously this is a rare occasion for Spalding. So the whole Spalding Community Alumni Association, there's three RVs in the parking lot. They've got goals set up. So it's really going to be a tailgating family atmosphere for a Friday night for two good lacrosse teams.
1: I mean, I know this the event has happened to Towson before. Is there a thought that, like, hey, this is going really well at Navy? Maybe maybe this this comes back into the mix at some point? Is the thought that... You know, hey, maybe we we recognize what's going on here and 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 move it around a little
4: bit. Well, th- one of the things this was the first time it's been in the Anne County, and we were fortunate that maybe and Chet Gladchuk allowed us to have it because we were shut down in Towson, Loyal and Hopkins because of COVID. Yep. So uh, to me, we're we're, we're three year partners on this deal. We're going to, I hopefully will not have to convince the MIA that sometime we should come back there. So during our three years, so it, there, there's no site better. And, uh, really, you know, these two teams played early in the year, just to give you a little thing about the teams, you know, Dom Petromala had six and Mikey Weishauer had six. Wow. And as coach, the first thing you're going to do is stop the nodes. So you can bet that boys Latin's going to have a game plan to stop Mikey and Spalding's going to have a game plan to stop Dom, and uh, the other kids are going to have to do it. So uh, I think Spalding was 10 for 14 in shooting in the first half the last time they played. That probably is not going to happen again. And uh, it's going to be – you know, these two teams, it's probably going to lend to a high-scoring game.
5: They certainly can fill it up. And for Spalding, it's the 2-4-6-8. 8 you got Josh Tang, Race Ripley, Finn Kelly, and then Mikey Weisauer, who is – as good a high school midfielder as I've seen in a long, long time, and he's only a junior, committed to Towson, so it's going to be interesting. I saw one of his that,
1: goals the other night. It was really, really oh, quite impressive, yeah, really quite impressive. He's
5: impressive at clearing the ball, playing the wings on faceoffs, getting the ball off the ground and moving it. He's just what you want in a high school midfielder, and I think that's going to translate to college fairly easily. Coach, a quick question. What advice would you give to the coaches of these teams, and how could it transfer to you know, a guy who's coaching a rec team this weekend and you might have a you know, 12-year-old <laughs> who's playing? You know, what, what advice would you give them as far as composing themselves and handling the moment?
4: Well, I think the one thing that you do is if you try to change everything, even if, it, it, it's, even if it's right, they're probably not going to pick it up. Uh, be, just because it, for me, it always seemed like when I was dealing with a high school group of kids, it took two weeks to put something new into work. And so the one thing that is different, and I think they found out Tuesday is they can't hear you, uh, cause the crowd was so loud. Mm. So one of the things I would tell them is hand signals may be a way to go. Mm. If you want to get certain things in and communicate to your team on the field, because they are not gonna be heard with the crowd Friday night.
1: All right, Coach Cottle, we have to know how is your heart Sunday night watching the Greyhounds.
4: How about that? Man You know, I honestly, uh they had you know, what a tough year. Charlie's mom passed away. They had the COVID at the Patriot League Championship, you know, uh just uh, the most pleasurable thing I saw was Coach Toomey after the game and the smile that he had on his face and how proud he was of the team and how they kind of rallied at the end of the year to to be a normal loyal team. And uh, to me, I know I think he stole one. Quite honestly, you know you don't win usually games against quality opponents when you get beat up on the faceoff x like they did. Twenty three
1: but... of thirty, coach. They lost twenty three yeah. of thirty faceoffs and figured out a way to win a game.
4: Yeah, and that that's what's so impressive. And, and, you know, the funny thing is if you watch Duke play, you know, I think Loyola may struggle a little bit in stopping them. But Carolina showed you a game plan how to score on Duke, and that's to attack them from behind and step down and shoot. So I think that going into it, Loyola will have a plan offensively that may give Duke some credit. I just hope they can hold up defensively.
5: And Go, go ahead, Bill. Coach, also Maryland Terrapins taking on Notre Dame, What's your analysis of those two teams?
4: Well, you know, I thought the two teams that were the most together that I saw all year, was one was Maryland. I just think they have a tremendous team chemistry and they seem like they really like each other and get along. And the other was Notre Dame and Notre Dame is a team that's big and strong and can step down and shoot it and I you know Notre Dame didn't play great against Drexel last week but people don't realize they were in exams they were taking actually exams in Denver the the morning of the game so I think you'll see a better Notre Dame team and against a Maryland team that has you know jumped all hurdles so it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch.
5: And that Drexel team, Ross Blumenthal, their goaltender for Drexel, made some point no, blank saying no he doubt. played no fabulous
4: doubt. lacrosse. No doubt, he was great. Well, he's he's a nice kid, Ross, but you know, his dad is probably one of the most liked guys in Baltimore. Yep. He couldn't be a better, a kinder soul or a better gentleman. So and Brian volker has got Baltimore connection too. And there were two former Glenn, there were two former Greyhounds out there playing for Drexel, yep. Sean Quinn played for us as a defender, and Danny Burnham's son played out there. So Drexel's a team that I, I've kind of rooted for also.
1: Well, Coach, I need some help because I, I, I think you've seen, i got a six-year-old who's playing his first year of uh, rec ball this year, <laughs> yes. and it's been a struggle. It's been a bit of a struggle. He, like, he <laughs> loves it. He's having so much fun. He's just struggling, like, to not stop himself. He's, he's like, he's, he's, the ground ball stuff, he stops. And he just stands there trying to get the ground ball. There's no motion. We're still struggling with that. So I might need you to come up maybe at some point up to Moncton and hang out with my 6-year-old and maybe get him straight. Cause You know how this goes. He doesn't think Dad knows what he's talking about. He <laughs> wants to block out everything that Dad says. He thinks Dad has no clue. So I might need to hire you to come up to Moncton and work on, work on some stuff with a 6-year-old if you don't mind.
4: Uh, you got it, and you wouldn't have to pay me. I oh. would do it. <laughs>
1: Coach, you tell it.
4: you a story, Glenn. When my son was playing soccer. And um, uh, he kept making the same move every time. So I tried to get him. to so "Why don't you try this? Go in the other direction, pat at your feet, or whatever." And he looked at me and says, "Dad, you don't know anything about soccer." <laughs> and that was it. I was kind of done coaching it's, my son.
1: It's the way it goes. It's just yeah. it, if if the coach tells him, he'll listen. If Dad yeah. says it, it can't be that. No, I don't. In fact, when during the same exact thing during practices, he'll come over to get water. And I'll say something to him, and I'll say, I don't want to talk to you about it. He's six. <laughs> he's six. He's six. <laughs> says, I don't want to talk to you about wow. it. Wow. <laughs> Wait till he's it's 14. Right. Correct. It's the nicest thing he's ever going to say to me. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. All right, tomorrow night down in Annapolis, uh, B Conference title game at 5 o'clock, uh, Curly and Friends, and then, of course, the A Conference title game, the big one, Spalding and Boys Latin as well, down at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium. Coach, uh, congratulations on putting all this together. An awesome, awesome week for lacrosse fans in this area. Uh, Can't wait to see everything tomorrow night. Always appreciate you hopping on with us. Let's talk again real soon, all right?
4: Well, thank you so much, and thank you for allowing us to talk about the championship. Absolutely, Coach. See you, bud. (laughs)
1: Coach Dave Cottle, love that guy. Love him so much, man. He's the best.
5: It's funny because he says thank you for letting us talk about the championship. It's the A Conference. Yeah, it's a pretty significant I mean, event. We're in Baltimore. Yeah, around yeah, yeah. here. Around here, Believe it's a pretty me.
1: significant event. It is huge. There's no doubt about that. And the
5: that. semifinals. Legendary Sports Group did such an incredible job of making that a great event. And then the teams, there was almost like a sense of, hey, let's just do everything right, and they put two one-goal games out there for us.
1: By the way, uh, caught you off guard with it, but I we have a connection to the B Conference game as well because our friend Ken Zalis here at PressBox, our fantasy football and NFL draft analyst, is the athletic director over at Friends. Okay. And he was sharing out some some social. They also had an overtime one-goal game in their semifinal, a thriller that they were able to win. It was a big deal over there, so it's been a good week for lacrosse, the high school level, and uh they're in the uh, beat conference final tomorrow
5: and you know as a play by play guy, just give me over to give oh me my one God goal. just
1: yeah. give exactly 19 give me to five one hundred percent give me something it's, oh boy, oh, it gets really tough it <laughs> yeah. gets really tough as those it's games so go easy. along yeah, booker 13, I had to do I had to do uh Stevenson's conference championship game two weeks ago. Are you aware of what the final score why was? Are, why are you whispering? It was 11 nothing.
5: It was the final score? The final
1: score was 11 nothing. The goalie played it, well.
5: I don't know how many shots he got. It wasn't. It was, It was un-
1: <coughs> unfortunately, it was just not a good night for them. Like, Who were they playing? York. York. York's good. You know, and they, they played really played well, nothing. and Stevenson did not. They've never been shut out in program history. And it's you and so, MC McFadden. And what are we supposed to say in the fourth <laughs> yeah. quarter, Booker? Yeah. What are we? Su- how many times? Yeah. How many times can you say, "Well, they just want to not be shut out, or they just want to have something positive to take into the NCAA tournament with wow. them"? Or th- it's I've never felt anything like this before. It's one thing to be in a blowout, right? At least yeah. there's still being some goals being scored. At least there's some. This was a shutout. This is yeah. unlike anything I've ever experienced in calling a lacrosse game and i'm doing a home broadcast for the team that's being shut out that had previously never lost a conference game just yeah. beat york 2 weeks before that they got shut out in the championship game i'd never experienced anything like that in my life as a broadcaster did you stay positive it was you weird have to they're weird. just kids it was but like weird. at the
0: how do you, like what's your tone in the fourth quarter
1: you just like upbeat. there's there's only i mean you're just basically saying the same thing admitting there's only so many ways of saying it you're you're, you're everybody seeing the same thing you are you're not going to trash anybody because yeah, well, of you're not going to do that. And by the way, again, they did just beat the same team two weeks before. That night just happened to not be their night. Whatever yeah. was going on, and they turned around, they won their first round uh, tournament game. Uh, they lost. Um, they lost on on Sunday in the second round to a team that didn't have to play on Saturday, so they kind of got a, a bit of an advantage in that way. Right. Um, it wasn't that wasn't the story of their season. It just wasn't their night. It was just for whatever reason. And you talk about like you know what it's doing to him mentally. You know that it's yep. it's wearing on him. You talk about those things openly, but you're not you're not picking them apart and trashing them like ah, they've just been. They, number seven has just been awful tonight, which he wasn't. Number seven <laughs> actually a pretty good player, Ryan <laughs> so, Coleman. He's a good guy.
5: And one of the things you can transfer from that is I'm glad these kids got to play because 2020 was a year where there's a lot of that. There's been a, a lot, lot of that. To, yep, w- we lost that. the whole thing. You know, the Under Armour All-American Underclass tournament still took place. It was all disjointed because of states not being able to visit other states. You want to You want to ne- plug anything about that? Yeah, uh, the tryouts are coming up. The Baltimore tryout, DC tryout, go to UnderArmourLacrosse.com and find out where you can be and how you can make that because it's great exposure for college recruiting. It's a great way to measure yourself against the best players in your region. And it's also a tremendous opportunity to make sure that you are putting yourself in a good position to establish your recruiting foundation, no matter what year you are. It's a rising freshman no through rising seniors. No matter what year
0: you are, Glenn. Right, yeah, so right. <laughs> yeah, right? We've right now yeah. Yeah. What? that Glenn's son, yeah. Sons, yeah. Yeah. sons, will be Under Armour American. no matter dude, what, no matter the skill level. No matter.
1: <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I'm being honest, I think I've got higher hopes for the three-year-old. Oh, yeah? I'm just... <laughs> We're out there NASCAR. working while while the 6-year-old is practicing, the 3-year-old and I are out there working on ground balls. And I Can think, he cradle yet? Uh, not really, no, no. No. But even when the 6-year-old's cradle is It's a hard it's, thing it's to wrap not, your mind
0: around, it's, but it's a really easy thing to do, you know?
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, once you know what you're doing, right. absolutely. Um but once he's you get it, you get But it. he's actually listening to me, the 3-year-old, like well, he's not change. saying, "Dad, I don't, right, don't want to yeah. talk to you about this." Yeah. Like he's listening to me. He's excited about it. He wants to run, he wants to my, this is the real problem with a six-year-old. Really on the ground balls, the issue is he stops. His entire body stops.
5: Run through the ball. Exactly.
1: He's not there yet. He's not. And, and a couple of the kids are. Not all of them, but a couple of the kids are. So that one kid got held back
0: four years. Right, right.
1: Yeah, it's real weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a second, like, this isn't ba- supposed to be based on grade. It's supposed <laughs> to be on age. He's like, well, he's, you know, that's the way it goes. His name is um, Carlos. Yeah. Quick
5: question. <laughs> Not at the table, Carlos. I thought it was, Dan- thought it was Danny Almonte <laughs> that you were talking about. <laughs> so does the six-year-old carry his own equipment? He's oh, that's
1: a whole other thing that we've been struggling with. The, the moment practice is over. He does to practice because we make him do it. The moment practice is over, he and one of the other boys on the team, Bartley, His Bartley. practice ends. They come over. We get their helmet off. We get the gloves off. Right, and the moment the helmet and the gloves they are off, fight exactly, bare are knuckle are boxing. <laughs> no, they they're racing. There's a big old hill uh, at Hereford Elementary School between the Love parking lot and yeah. they are racing. That's a workout. That's a workout. After they've after just practice. been practicing so for days. an yeah, hour, yeah, yeah. No, they committed. go race and they take off. Right, and then the bigger problem is. Bartley's dad comes without. It's just the dad that comes out. And I like Bartley's dad. Good guy. In fact, we wore the exact same pair of shorts. The, the literally the same. We were sharing. It's a bonding with. moment. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. Good, that's yeah. good radio yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah, that's good radio. We, enjoyed the, <laughs> same ex, shorts. we wore the. I like the guy. <laughs> what they is, look like? They were the Maryland flag shorts that I like to okay. wear. Okay. Yeah, he wore the yeah. exact same pair of Maryland flag. Easily shirts.
0: identifiable. Good, good, good dude. I like this. From you know.
1: But Bartley's dad <laughs> is not in the same. Like when when practices and ends, my wife and I are ready to go. You know, it's yeah. seven o'clock. We got we got to get him, the boys fed. We got to get them. You know, like it's we got a whole process we got to go through. Close nah. time. Bartley's dad is more willing. Like he's the type of dad that maybe sneak, he's the fun dad. He brings a cooler with him yeah. to practice. Bartley's dad Doesn't not make him a bad person. No, not at all. I like him, yeah. but not quite as rapid in yeah. his. You got your exit. son being
0: like, well, Bartley gets blizzards after practice. Oh,
1: oh, there's a <laughs> ice cream truck that comes to practice. And Bartley's definitely going directly to the ice cream truck, whereas we're like, you have to go eat dinner, we have to get some food in you. So the point being, Bartley and 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 my six-year-old Bartley's got to (laughs) go. They they go run (laughs) off right, and then I'm ready to go, so I follow them right. Like I'm just like I get the stuff. I'm like, let's go, you know, we're out of here. Three-year-old races with them, so like they're they're all ready to go. And then we have to wait with Bartley for, like, ten minutes until Bartley's it, dad yeah, is, is ready to, like... And I'm like, no, just because he's not there. Oh, okay. Because, like, you can't just leave a kid sitting there with no adults. Like, not. Eh, not, I'm, not I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Where's Bartley's dad right now? He's down back on the field packing up his cooler. Okay. Like, he's just not... It, it's not a priority for so him. So this is... Who are we blaming here? Um, uh, uh, I'll take the blame. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> cath- the Catholic Church, <laughs> I think. Right. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's safe. I've got a really great finish list. Before you go, can you do a finish list? Cause we got to take a break still and get a tidbit tubular. I've just been sitting okay. on this finish list, and I want to get to it today. Because this comes from the, the paper of record. This comes to us. Democracy dies in darkness, I think you've heard. The Washington Post gives us today's finish. This headline. Finish this. Brought to you today. And I gotta flip back over to the other side of the page. Finish this is brought to you today by C three American Exteriors is who brings this to you. So oh no, I already did the second C three. What have I not done today, Kyle? I need to do. Uh, oh, you know what I need to do? I need to do another Window Nation. They got an amazing offer for you at Window Nation right now. Holy smokes! You hear about this, Booker? Fifty percent off. HVAC? Per, unfortunately, no. Fifty <laughs> percent off all styles of windows. That's good. That's good to begin with. Fifty yeah. percent off all styles of windows. You don't have to pay anything for two years. Wow. And when I say anything, I mean no money down, no payments, and no interest. So you're paying fifty percent of what you would have paid, and you don't have to pay any of it for two years. And there's no catch. They're not tacking on. Well, yeah, but you got to pay 10% more. Yeah. Exactly right. None of that. Windonation.com, 866-90-NATION. Tell them Glenn Clark sent you. Windonation, the perfect fit. All right. Um, this is from the Washington Post, and it is a doozy, so much so that I wrote it down and you can look at it because you're not. This is This is going to be troubling. I'm not that bright. Yeah. <laughs> a blank could turn some blanks into blank blanked, and it's hyphenated. Blank blanked, and then in quotes... Blank blanks of blank. What are you doing? I. You're, you're going to understand once you understand the high. I wrote it down so you wouldn't have to do what you're doing. You can look at what I wrote down instead. I like
0: to do what I'm doing.
1: Well, I don't want you to do. I'm going to make it do <laughs> what it do, baby. That, that's. Uh. Hang on a second. Hang on. I'm going to read it one more time for those playing along at home, the millions upon millions, the oh. Rocks fans that are playing along at home. A blank could turn some blanks into blank blanked, Then in quotes, Blank blanks of blank, unquote.
0: Okay. Work through this, I guess. A law could turn some humans into uh, half-baked mounds. No. Uh, 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 Sentient. Hmm? Folds of skin.
1: No, but I, you did a hell of a job just to get through that. Booker, do you just want to guess any of the words and what they might be?
5: A fan.
1: A fan. It's not a fan. No, it's not (laughs) a a fan. fan But it turns. But you know what I'll give you. It's another word that starts with F. A friend. It's not a friend.
0: A fire truck.
1: It's not a fire truck. (laughs) (laughs) It's a word that starts with F and ends in U C K. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I knew
5: that was coming. Yeah, it's fire truck.
1: A
0: fairy. I mean,
1: hey. A n- it a could be any any form of ferry. No, right, it could like be a boat. It could be a... Like a Tinkerbell know, sort exactly of deal. Exactly right. No, none of those things. A, a...
5: Have you ever gotten one of these right?
1: No. <laughs> close, actually. No. Kind of close. no. Not on not first, no first, first try. No way on uh, first try. No. Uh, there was an Incubus record once. The, it was a two-word title. The second word was Among Us.
5: Fungus. Fungus could turn a, a fungus. Fungus.
1: Wow. You it's honestly. call on your incubus, by the way. Look at you. Yeah. I didn't know you were a <laughs> Brandon Boyd guy over yeah. here.
0: A fungus could turn some. So molds? No, no, no. It's got to be weirder <laughs> than that. Um, uh, rabbis. Okay. Into uh, priests. Oh, this is a tough part Yeah, right? it's tough. Priests. Uh, no. Uh, recently <laughs> priested. I don't know if that mm, I don't know but why that would we be go. hyphenated, though. It is. Okay. Uh, wait, is this hyphenated? I
1: said yeah. that the blank blanked was hyphenated. Well, I didn't have that. And I have also showed it to you, yeah, so this is, is on you one. and
0: no one else. I believe myself and myself only. Yeah. <laughs> a rabbi... No, wait. A, fungus. a, fa- a fairy? Right. No, no we we I keep
1: going to the fungus. fungus. We've established nah, I don't fungus. like fungus. <laughs> no, A fungus
0: could turn some rabbis into fully
1: formed. Okay. Which also not hyphenated, but sure, let's go with it. Only because it's the Y. It would be otherwise. I don't even know that this term has to be hyphenated. Well, now look you. You. at you. Look at you. It trying is. To yeah. make and this is in the Washington Post, so I'm going yeah, to guess yeah. they know it's what a they're rag. doing. fully a <laughs> yeah.
0: Fully formed uh, great balls of fire.
1: Okay, the second word is is a very topical word right now. Orgy. <laughs> Is that is that a topic? Or is there? Isn't a, it always? Uh, fair enough. I mean, right now specifically, in this moment, it's a very topical f- word. Lacrosse. No, not okay. Thank you. The greater, the in in the in the region in the greater. Cicada. Cicadas is the second word. Third time's the charm, huh? Cicadas. Hey, a fungus, fungus could turn, could turn some. some cicadas into blank blanked blank blanks of blank. Blood crazed. Crazed is the correct
0: word. Um, Blood crazed. It's not blood. Well, that's what it is.
1: It's not blood. Blood what? crazed. Violence crazed. Still not it. Uh, war food crazed. Food crazed. I think we've all been this this term. Sex crazed. Sex crazed. crazed. <laughs> Isn't that what they already <laughs> sex are? Sex crazed. They're only existing to have sex. Now get to the last part. Balls of Great balls of fire. Not great balls of fire. This one you're never there's there, I've never heard these four words together. Average balls of fire. Never heard the <laughs> You know what? I've never heard those four words together. You're right. Yeah. The last word not great, not great. Um.
0: Oof. The S is really throwing me so off here. Crazy. I guess it's just plural.
1: Yes, um, that's exactly of, what it is. Of death, of death is correct, Booker. Yes. Of death. Hmm. I participated. But, but I, I have no idea. Th- this combination of words does not normally go with death. So
0: let me do the whole A thing fungus here. A fungus could turn some, turn some rabbis.
1: No, some we're not cicada. Cicadas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: some cicadas <laughs> into
1: sex-crazed
0: blank blanks of death.
1: Yes. Whirling dervishes of death. Not whirling dervishes, no. Something that you have at your home.
0: Can openers of death.
1: You're you're not. I mean, like it's not a can opener, but you're sniffing. You're you know, it's a trash cr-
0: compactors of okay, death.
1: Okay, no, but I mean, orgy rooms of some, death. Something you probably <laughs> uh, everybody has at their house, not just you. Yeah, yeah, not just you. Uh, it's something you have on your dining room table. Orgy rooms of death. Center <laughs> centerpiece. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Uh, uh, it's been re- uh, referenced in um, in in hip hop songs. Chandeliers of death. Uh, is is, is that a hip hop song? Like that, I'm not aware of. Is there?
0: Um, specifically,
1: specifically a yin yang twins song. Good. Well, these, I think it's us specifically. Are you we're sure it's music. not orgy related? I know it's not orgy <laughs> related, but they did encourage you to shake it like a, a salt shaker. Salt shakers of death. But that was the same. Is that was correct? That, that the,
0: that is Union that what it is? It, it is? That's what it is. Or was Saint lunatics.
1: No, that was the. Was Union the Point. Point? That I was don't. Keep Point. Sex crazy. With uh, a little John. Salt shakers. shakers. Yeah. So that's. I'm with you, Book Booker. Let's read on. Yellow white fungus grows inside the cicadas, filling their insides and pushing out against their abdomens. One by one, the rings that compose the back halves of their bodies. Slow off, slough off, is that what that is? I don't
0: know. S L O U G
1: H. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And fall to the ground, driven by a chemical compound in the fungus, and now lacking butts and genitals, the bugs try to mate like crazy. Wait. Some researchers call these infected cicadas, quote, flying salt shakers of death, unquote. I'm having and hard they're lurking understanding this. among brood X. Unlike Sh- other Should we be concerned? I don't know yet. Yeah. Unlike other fungal pathogens, the fungus M- M- Massospora cicadina no. doesn't kill the insects on which it grows. Instead, it forces the cicadas to act in ways that promote the fungus's spread. So it doesn't appear to be an issue for us necessarily. Are cicadas are Or an edible? issue for them. Oh, that's been proven Shouldn't it be an issue for them if they, they, can't, are. If they oh, can't, yeah.
0: lose their genitalia? and their, so, Yeah, it would they seem still, to be problematic. Wouldn't yeah. that stop them from doing
1: their job? Literally the only purpose of their existence. Right. Yes, I understand what you're saying. So it sounds problematic for them. All right, Th- That's what people can immediately recognize uh, as, this is a zombie. Shakers. This is, quote, this is a zombie. This is no longer a normal cicada. Something strange is happening here, unquote. It, they keep saying Said this Brian, in terms that
0: I should be worried. Yeah, zombie like cicadas. I should be worried.
1: Said Brian Lovett, a postdoctoral researcher John at West Lovett. Virginia University. Yeah, oh, yeah. John Lovett. We yeah. love Brian. Uh, <laughs> you've been a fan of his work for some time, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Brian Lovett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's been studying his work. Worship room. It's weird true. how many salt classy. shit. Weird how many salt you keep in the orgy room though i don't know you what the purpose it. is i mean if you say Literally so and he co-wrote a 2020 study about the fungus scientists have known about <laughs> M- massive aspera's effects on cicadas since the mid 19th century, but the fungus has cycled back into the public eye with the emergence of Brood X, as billions of cicadas that have hidden underground since 2004. Pop so up are it, maybe
0: we're not in danger, but will I be disgusted, I more disgusted like, when I see one of these but than normal? Will you know normal? the
1: difference in a cicada that doesn't have a butt and a cicada that does? Yeah. Will you be able to tell that? Are you, you drawn to think. that? <laughs> <in> a <cicada> <laughs> butt <laughs> expert? The first thing you see? I think I ran. You're checking out <laughs> cicada butts. check out that. But, and yeah. his friends are like, well, she, she's nice, but <laughs> like... No, I mean that one. Yeah, he was like, I wasn't talking about it. I her. think I
0: saw one today <laughs> on my run. I think I did, but I'm also not positive. Like I, I ducked when I was running by a tree because I thought I saw one hanging on a leaf, but I've been shocked at how I have not really seen Neither any by. by Patterson Park. And I'm just kind I, of... I've
1: been stunned. I've not seen many by me, and I live in the middle of nowhere. So
0: is it just right. like, we're getting cocky, and in a week it's going to be... Oh, almost so. Know. In fact,
1: a lot of people said today was it the day. It's like 90 like degrees. Today it was the day that they all started coming merge. out. Emerge. Yeah, they all started coming out. Beautiful. All right.
5: Any good recipes for cicadas? Everybody, the bit you everybody's trying to do it. is
1: to just put a and, and to put old bay on them because it's like a this is the most Maryland thing you could do. But is eat it, an are they old actually bay good? Like, is it, I know that no, we have a. No, they're not good. But of I don't. know they're
0: not hugs. good. I know, but, but grill, technically, like, if you like
5: put it over a fire, and then let it cool. And it's show not some meat old like bag. the way and then what, happens if, if, what happens if what happens if you eat one? The, one if you if you eat one with the fungus,
1: if you lose if you lose our bet, you have to eat some cicadas. Okay. If you don't finish in first place. So even if you don't have to whoa, run. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, I'm whoa, saying. Whoa, 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 If you don't oh, finish well, in don't first place. The you got four Ricky points to the Bobby right now. theory yeah, you if, if you're first not first or first. You're last. The loser's got go to l- well, yeah, well. go for That was actually Reese Bobby. Well, Ricky Bobby lived by The loser's got to go for a run. But you, if you it don't finish in first. I said that. If you don't finish in first. <laughs> I, no matter. This
5: is egregious. It doesn't even make sense. You can finish second. Hell, you can finish eighth. I don't think. I don't want to finish I think you did. Purposely
1: put mushrooms on my salisbury steak <laughs> onions Onions. Oh, i don't damn think it. you're listening to me yeah, right. <laughs> um so if you don't if you don't win if you if you lose you if you finish in third you still got to go for the run but if you don't win no matter I what think it, it, you got to eat cicadas you're the one talking big game yeah. over here you're the one like ah i'll eat finish second, i don't, so wait, I don't want to i didn't talk any game you were the one
5: you ran think, your mouth corrigan i'll send you a video of me That's eating fine. a roasted. Cicada. You guys
0: know how yeah. people talk about like lobster and crab and shrimp as like sea bugs. Yes, you yeah. know? which yes.
6: they are.
5: Ice they ice are bars, yeah. right. Yeah.
0: If you were to cook a cicada, does it firm up?
5: Oh yeah, it gets crispy and crunchy. Don't you ever watch like Bear you know what i like, I had to eat all those damn bugs yeah, the one day. It's not like
0: meat. It's I not not like, like a whole. Bugs. I had a bag of bugs. Like man. there's no like you're not going crawfish. You're not having a cicada. You know, fest. You know, you're not like oh man. Here's the good part. I don't think so. No, I think you're it's just trying to act like this is a go, pleasant you know? like a
1: delicacy. It is not. It's something you can eat, but there's no reason why you should be. I just don't want to eat one with the fungus. Now that I am concerned about I that have a part, feeling of
5: it. I'm going to like them.
1: <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong? <laughs> what do you, I, Wait, by the way, it's twelve nineteen. We have to take a break. We still. <laughs> this is. What I got to go back to work. Thing. All right, go back to work. Under here.
5: Armor, Measure yourself against the best in the region. Baltimore. Make ten, sure you get there. Baltimore, Baltimore ten, ten, miler. ten miler, phenomenal.
1: Hunt Valley Town Center. I'm not. <laughs> gonna, I'm not gonna be running it because I'm not losing. I'm not losing. One of the
5: 2 a, I'm not decided. as confident
0: in my normal <laughs> decree, but uh. Well, I'm, I'm confident in the I'm
5: fact that losing. Kyle's definitely not running it. Well, he's not running the it's ten, ten mile. Yeah, yeah not, that's but, sure. You know how this is yeah. gonna work.
1: If you lose, Booker's gonna be like, Glenn, you have to run the ten mile. Somebody's got to run the ten mile. Yeah. Like, somebody's. We got to have participation, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna be guilted into it, even and if a I don't. Layup. We
5: already. Yeah. God. Kyle and I are on the same team
0: I here. I hate everything
5: here. I hate all of it. You love us.
1: Go Booker. Go gonna win.
5: Uh, I think Georgetown, they are Georgetown, the golly, day. Um,
0: I
1: hope so.
5: Y- Georgetown, UVA.
1: Yeah, it's the one. Yeah. it's a big matchup.
5: That is going to be a huge game. That's going to be a phenomenal well, yeah. we, game. We
1: know. Yeah, it's pretty big for oh, us. Oh,
5: yeah. uh, shout out! You know, my son okay. is at Washington College. Yes. Plays golf oh, for. Oh, uh, they got a new coach. And they get Johnny Nostrand, who's a f- unbelievable guy. I'm so thrilled to have him. Not that Jeff Shirk wasn't a great person, of course. But not. I'm thrilled right. to have John Nostrand uh, playing a a role in my son's life, uh, and my daughter Mary. She's going to prom on Saturday night. But so. she's
1: not playing lacrosse. Yeah.
5: I think, I Kyle, are you going with her? Who's taking Mary? To oh, we, is that? I did do not realize. I, one of I think two. we- You have a
1: tux? You know what I'm we can do? We could do the okay. co We yeah. could do the co- Love shit. that. <laughs> we could do the- Lush.
5: Hired. By the way,
1: there was nothing. I took I, I, a girl that I adore to this day. I love this girl. I, <laughs> I, I was her date to her ring dance. We were friends. Right. And- and her father, who I also like, I'm, I still love her father to this day. Ring dance, yeah, I think the so. ring <laughs> dance. This is in junior year. You get your ring. We had a dance the related sure. the night yeah. you got your ring. There was the ring ceremony and then the ring dance afterwards. And so I was, I was her date, and her father was trying to explain that we were not dating. We were friends, which. I was a little offended by it. You'd like, I'd like I, to
0: hear that from the dad, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, I was like, I was like, are you saying that you wouldn't want me? But the way he described it as. He's like, who'd you hear this like, from? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, we were doing pictures and all at her house, and somebody asked about me, and he was like... Oh, that's Glenn. He's her escort Uh-oh. to the dance. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, yeah. wait a when second. When do I get like, paid? Yeah, <laughs> right? Wait, how does this work? Exactly. Where's your room? All, right. yeah, exactly. All right. We got to go. We got to go. We got to take a break. We got to finish up the show. I love, love you. you. Love you. And uh, I can't wait to be back. We'll talk to you next week. Next week? week? Yes, yes. We will talk to you next week. Let's and we go, Irish. Go back in here. Mm. Yeah. Come on, Irish. I don't even, yeah. I don't really care about the, It doesn't. I don't have a team involved, but I would prefer it to be Maryland as well. All right, book uh, Booker, Booker will be back you next week. You better
5: get UVA or Carolina. Oh,
1: well, I, I feel good about Carolina. That's Carolina is sort of like my. Uh, I t- got Rutgers. Help me, Obi Wan. You're my only hope at this <laughs> point. <laughs> Mobile One Full Synthetic Motor Oil helps extend engine life. Visit your local Jiffy Lube Service Center. as per Mobile One. We'll come back in and wrap up all of this nonsense next. This is Glenn Clark Radio. Glory Days Grill is celebrating their 25th anniversary this month, featuring their 12-ounce Silver Anniversary New York Strip Steak, the Smoky Thigh Wings, a Double Bacon and Cheddar Burger, the Strip Steak Sandwich, Barbecue Chicken Bowl, and their Silver Anniversary Turtle Cheesecake. Toast to 25 more years with Glory Days Grill's Silver Anniversary I- IPA, brewed by Virginia-based brewery Devil's Backbone, and take home a commemorative glass. Celebrate by entering any of their three contests online, win a trip to Devil's Backbone Brewing Company, free wings, or lots of other great prizes. Enter online at glorydaysgrill.com slash 25th anniversary. The 25th anniversary menu is available through June 20th. Come in for great food, good sports, and family fun.
0: C3 American Exteriors is the area's best Dot com for a free analysis.
1: Guys, we're almost there. As a lot of people have said, we are at the 10 yard line, but the COVID-19 pandemic is not quite over. So we need to continue to be vigilant, do the right things, including wearing our masks. And if we're gonna wear them, why wouldn't we wear masks that represent our favorite teams and players? Home team masks available right now. Pressboxonline.com slash masks. We got a purple and orange state flag, neck gator for you, as well as the celebrate 8. MVP net gator and an over-the-ear faded distress state flag and traditional colors mask. They're available. Pressboxonline.com/slash masks. Let's get this over with. Wear our masks, home team masks.
4: Baseball is back in full in 2021 and the Bat round has got you covered from bell to bell. Hi, I'm Paul Valley, and you can catch me along with my co host Zach Goodman every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 on the Bat round right here at Pressbox Sports. We'll break down every win, every loss, and everything in between. Plus tell you who we take to rake each week as the Orioles look to get back in the hunt and bring competitive baseball back to Baltimore. Catch us at PressBoxOnline.com slash or at Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports. That's The bat Around every Saturday morning from 10 to 12 right here at PressBox Sports.
3: It takes time to get rich, flavorful coffee beans from the lush mountain regions of Colombia and Brazil to Royal Farms but less than a minute to get yourself a delicious hot cup of the finest and freshest coffee in the world. Because Royal Farms' new Swiss-made coffee machines grind those rich, flavorful coffee beans and brew them one magnificent cup at a time. It's why Royal Farms makes the freshest and best coffee in the world. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms.
2: This is, is LenparRadio.com. Nothing
1: but net. All right, back in here in GCR. We are so late. Uh Great Eights Memorabilia is hosting Tucker Fest on June twenty-seventh at Jerry's Toyota. It's gonna be an amazing day with Justin Tucker. Get your meet and greet tickets right now, great eights memorabilia but it's not just the meet and greet. It's a family a free family fun festival. The festival free all day. Anybody can come out to Jerry's Toyota on the twenty-seventh of June you're going to have live music with Joey Harkum and Dave Teeth. You're going to have the Dunk Tank, raising money for the Brigance Brigade. Uh, Jeremy Kahn going to get in the Dunk Tank, Cornhole Tournament, or as Kyle calls it, a cornament, as well as food trucks and other. It's just going to be an awesome day of fun at Jerry's Toyota for Tucker Fest on June 27th. GreatEightsMemorabilia.com. Tidbit brought to you by this print issue of PressBox, which is available right now. John Means is on the cover. Go get it today at your neighborhood Royal Farms uh, or read it all PressBoxOnline.com.
0: Uh, John Means, not as good as always, but still pretty good. He has a 1.7 ERA now this season and well, a sub, one, sorry, sub .75 whip. He's the 21st pitcher since 1901. To have a ERA of 1.7 and a WHIP of 0.75 or better in his first nine starts, not bad. They include others to do so. You know, guys like Justin Verlander, Chris Sale, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, I don't know, Matt Harvey.
1: Hmm. Hmm. That's uh, veritable who's that's, who. Uh, veritable that's,
0: who's that's who. Something in his past 13 starts. His 1.65 ERA is the best. By an Orioles starter since some guy named Jim Baldwin. He's okay. Means currently, despite not recording a win last night, still has a 4-0 and o record. Okay. He is one of three starters this season with at least four wins and not a single loss. Mm probably name? not
1: DeGrom, because he pitches for the Mets. It is not. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, by the way, Corey Kluver threw a no-hitter last night. This is how how commonplace no-hitters are. We didn't even talk. We mm-hmm. didn't even get a... a the Yankee. Song. We don't acknowledge That's those true. sort of things. Uh, is it Garrett Cole? It is not. Is it Yu um, Darvish?
0: No. Is Somebody is 8-0, by the way.
1: Okay. Is it... uh I don't know I don't know is it Gosman four 0 hey Kevin hey Gosman there we go that's a winner he was the, the kicker there if you will am I gonna get any of these other ones the eight 0
0: pitcher is a quality pitcher but he's not one of the um you know he's not your proverbial Cy Young candidate give me a division give pitcher. me a
1: division NL Central NL Central uh is it a Woodruff for Burns no sounds like a, a law firm by the way uh is it uh is it Flaherty? It is Jack Flaherty. Okay. Eight and O in nine
0: do. starts. But what's like? What? What are for St. Louis? The two six one. Okay. E R A or two
1: five three. Excuse okay. me. Okay. Even better. And
0: fifty three strikeouts. Uh,
1: is there anybody else in the NL Central? You got them all. That's it. Okay, I got all the. Oh, those are all the pitches? Yeah, there's only oh. three. Oh, including okay. John Means, there's three. Wow. All right. Very good. Excellent. All right. Uh, tubular is brought to you today by KNS Automotive in Hamden for over forty years. KNS has been restoring, repairing, and maintaining foreign and domestic vehicles. The focus on exceptional workmanship, quality, customer service. Everything from oil changes to major body work, they got you covered. Right now, 410-235-6660. Go to knsimports.com. K and S Automotive. Knsimports.com. Here's what's coming up. Totally tubular, like literally in seconds. The Orioles are playing the Rays. It's like we're barely going to finish the show before the game starts, Um, as they wrap up the series. Dean Kramer is on the mound for the Birds. Rich Hill, a former Oriole, goes for Tampa. Uh, Nationals Cubs two on Masson. Also on MLB Network. If you happen to live in New York or Dallas. Uh, We get Yankees-Rangers 2 o'clock on MLB Network, followed by Astros-Athletics, and then Red Sox-Blue Jays at 7.30, Diamondbacks-Dodgers at 10.30. YouTube Giants-Reds coming up right now as well. PGA Championship coverage is on ESPN Plus until 1, then it moves to ESPN. TNT's got the Pacers-Wizards play-in game, elimination game tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, NBA TV, Seattle Storm, Minnesota Lynx at 8, NBCSN, Penguins, Islanders, Game 3 at 7, Golden Knights, Wild Game 3, 9.30. The USA Network for Panthers, Lightning Game 3 at 6.30. NHL Network, Canadians, Maple Leafs, Game 1 at 7.30. WWE Network for NXT UK at 3, Impact at 8 on Access TV. Some non-sports highlights.
0: Oh, Hank Azera is on Corden. Um, Yo-Yo Ma is on Colbert. That's a highlight.
1: Um, oh, the vi- the dark side of football thing starts on Viceland. If you, it is, yeah. Tonight. The dark side of wrestling has been a huge hit for Viceland, and so they decided to expand it to the dark side Tonight's of football. It's about Bill Belichick. But what specifically is.
0: The dark arts of Bill Belichick. It yeah, says, but dark is not supposed. Blah, 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 blah. Bill Belichick boasts the most successful history. I don't know if you heard. Uh, his reputation as a master—it says mater, but I believe they meant master—tactician yeah. have been muddied by scandalous allegations. See, that of doesn't
1: cheating. like dark side is normally a little mm-hmm. bit worse than Drugs just stuff, yeah. yeah. I hear you. All right.
0: That's tonight at 10 o'clock on Viceland, if you are so inclined. Uh, Mac from Sunny is going to be on Seth Meyers.
1: Is he doing something with uh, Ryan Reynolds? Did I see that? Well,
0: they own a football team. Oh, that's what it is, a soccer team, yeah. he'll be promoting, I believe, Mythic Quest. Oh, right,
1: on Apple TV. Um, Stuff and things, check it all out, glenclarkradio.com. Thanks, A, to Booker Corrigan, Dave Cottle. Thanks also to Jonathan Mayo, as well as to Stephanie Reddy from NBA TV. We'll get it all up in the Greatest Hits section of the tab at glenclarkradio.com. Um, Danny Green, is that happening? Oh, I, I don't, because they asked for a really early time tomorrow. I don't know if Danny Green is happening okay. or not. They well, want, they wanted me to come in at like an absurdly early time. Well, irons and that. fires, fun and frolic. Um, I, I think Delegate Griffith is going to join us in the studio okay. tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Jordan McNair uh, Safe and Fair Play Act, as well as the sports gambling bill that were both signed by the governor this week and will become law in the state of Maryland. So I think he's going to join us in studio and stuff and, stuff about, and things. Indeed. Thanks everybody at PressBox, all of our great sponsors and partners, including MIA, Lacrosse, U.S. Army, Glory Days Grill, Window Nation, Royal Farms, Chesapeake Employers Insurance, ExxonMobil, KS Automotive, C3 American Exteriors, Great Aids Memorabilia, Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation, your local Toyota dealer, buyatoyota.com. Thanks Kyle Ottenheimer, Sad Lonely Man. Follow him on Twitter, at Kay Ottenheimer. Follow us, at Glenn Clark Radio. Have a great Thursday night. Go Birds. Duke sucks. Ohio State sucks, too.